Hello, I am your humble game master, Tom, and welcome to season six of the Inglorious Bards. Woo! So glad to have you here. We are now here with a brand new season, all new characters, all new adventures. If you are joining us for the first time, this is the perfect time to jump right in. Uh, everything's going to be brand new. No previous knowledge is necessary. We're here to have a great uh, bunch of fun and super, super glad to have you here with us. Thanks for joining us. I am joined by some wonderful, talented, fun people uh, who I like to call friends. I don't. Uh, and they include Jeremy, Chris, Christopher, Seth. We also have some new friends joining us. Uh, Lauren and Alan, we're super excited to have them with us as well. And sitting at my side, out of camera view intentionally, is our new engineer, Adam, who's helping us run the show and keeping everything on track. Uh, so we're grateful for all of that. Super excited. Uh, we, this season, are going to be playing uh, the uh, a fantasy setting we've done in previous seasons, the world of Varen, and we will be using the Pathfinder 2nd Edition system, a remastered. If you're new to Pathfinder, pretty darn similar to D&D. We're rolling those dice. We're fighting with spells and swords and all that classic stuff. High fantasy for sure. All right. Uh, and before we get started, let's have a quick introduction uh, of the characters we have sitting around the table. Let's start with, I don't know, uh, our cleric uh, who goes by the name of Acolyte Agiri, a human cloistered cleric. Say hello. Yes, indeed. I am a priest of Karahel, the goddess, and my responsibilities will be to look after all here. And I will be paying particular attention to their skills as I will be crafting my own novels of this adventure. Thank you. Still an uncanny amount of eye contact when you were across talking about that. I, don't, I like yeah. the first take better. <laughs> um, then sitting across from him is our kineticist, a master of earth and air, a Yasoki, a rat folk who goes by the name of Dash. Hi, Dash. Hi, I'm Dash. I am a desert rat folk. Yosoki, who is powered by air and sand, I am here to make sure that we make the world a better place with my good friend Jericho and to train myself for revenge. Fantastic. Uh, we also, he's looking so grim. Uh, we also have uh, our uh, gunslinger who goes by the name of Hemlock. This is a fetchling. He is a fetchling uh, uh, gunslinger, which is a kind of a pale, gaunt figure. Uh, tell us about yourself, Hemlock. I'm a former pirate, a master of running, I'm a master of gunning, and a master of smooching. Okay. It's like 50% of each. <laughs> yeah. Across from him is our paladin in the group uh, by the name of Yannick, a human paladin uh, following also the goddess of Karahel. Yes, I am Yannick, warrior of Karahel, defender of knowledge, and all around okay guy. Okay, great. <laughs> Uh, we have a interesting new class also to us, and that is uh, a gentleman called Galen, who is a thaumaturge, kind of a swordsman connected to the spirit supernatural world. Uh, hello, Galen. Hello, everybody. Galen Geist, formerly of the King's Guard, currently Nightwatch in Tabernary and Seeker of all things paranormal and occult. Let's get weird. <laughs> okay. 
And last and certainly least is the bard in our group, a gnome. Welcome to the show. Uh, as the gnome, uh, Jericho, uh, who is a singer and I think ukulele player extraordinaire. Well, extraordinaire is true. My name is Jericho Quintilians. I am a gnome bard. I am a singer of songs and a slinger of spells. And yes, my very best friend for at least the last week and a half is Dash right here. Fantastic. Uh, we are excited to get going. If you're listening to us now and want to hear it in a different format, we're available on every podcast platform out there. You can catch the video live or recorded on Twitch uh, as well as YouTube. Just search for Inglorious Bards. We are there. You can find all that and more ingloriousbards.com. Without further ado, let's see where this new campaign takes us and let the adventure begin. Whipping through the forest, a rat folk adventurer runs as fast as he can past the trees. Running on all fours, the adventurer holds a strange idol in the side of his bulging cheek. He looks back over his shoulder, sees dozens of dark shapes giving chase, and he races even faster down the mountain. Ahead is his friend Hemlock, a pale figure putting a black kettle over a campfire. Hemlock, a gunslinger, looks up and sees his friend racing down the mountain. He yells out to the rat folk, Dash! What's happened? Are you okay? The rat folk adventurer named Dash yells for his friend to run, but his voice is muffled with the idol stuffed in his mouth. Run! Hemlock shrugs and goes back to checking his campfire. Stop screwing around. Make yourself useful. Dash runs towards the camp, the idol still in his mouth and trouble hot on his heels. Run! Hemlock still doesn't hear him and adds another log to the fire. As the large rat runs up to him, the gunslinger still doesn't bother looking at his friend. Any sign of goblin tracks? Their caves gotta be somewhere on this mountain. Dash spits out the goblin Blah. idol from his mouth and tries to catch his breath. <laughs> Cave, idol, goblins, stole. Hemlock finally looks at his friend. What are you on about? Dash points back uphill at the dark green shadows pouring down the mountain like a green wave. 20, 30 goblins race towards the heroes. Dash grabs the gunslinger by the shoulders and yells to his face. Run! Hemlock drops his black kettle in shock and flees down the hill. I'm running! I'm running! Dash picks up the goblin idol and stuffs it deep into the corner of his mouth before chasing after his friend. The two heroes run through the trees as goblin arrows whistle past them. Is there a whistle past them sound? Perfect. Hemlock yells over his shoulder at the rat folk. I, I thought you were just gonna see if you could find any goblins! Just scout things out! Now bring a whole army of them after us! Well, well I, I found the goblins and, and their cave and the idol. It was right there. So I snatched it up real stealthy-like. Dozens of goblins shriek after them. <laughs> right. Real stealthy-like. Hemlock ducks as a goblin arrow flies by. Then he points to a bridge ahead. Head for the ravine and let's hope that bard is ready for us. 
The pair of adventurers run to an old wooden bridge spanning a dry ravine. They race to the middle of the bridge where Dash points to the path 40 feet below. There, two donkeys hitched to a wagon shift uncomfortably at the sound of music. Atop the wagon, a gnome bard named Jericho works on a new song with his ukulele. In the arms of love where our hearts convene Forever entwined in the depths of this river Well, that was just terrible. The song is just... It's missing just the right word. Jericho! No. No, that's... That's not it. Jericho! Oh! Hey, it's you! I did not see you there! I was lost in my love of the muse and the spirit of the song. I need some way to naturally fit the word ravine into my latest tune. The way the final stanza will just bring out the love that Jericho! I Jericho! Get the wagon going! We've got trouble! Goblins reach the edge of the bridge. Hemlock and Dash look to the other side and see two goblins riding wargs. The wargs block the far side. The two heroes are trapped in the middle of the old bridge. This is bad. This is the worst I've ever seen. Agreed. I count 10, 12, at least 15. And they'll send you to your doom in the depths of this ravine. Sorry, sorry, I'm on my way to save the day. A goblin steps out onto the bridge and draws a large, jagged cleaver. Warg snarl from the other side of the bridge, slavering at the jaws. What would you like to do next? Uh, okay, so Dash is going to activate his aura. He hasn't done it yet while he was running, but now his hands are free and he's held still. So what is this aura? What does this look so, like? So, uh, as a kineticist, I'm connected to earth and air. And in this case, what I'm going to do is there's a there's a stone bracelet around my wrist that uh, when I activate my aura impulse, it flies off of my wrist and starts swirling around my body and picking up other stones that are nearby. I know we're over a bridge, but it's going to it's going to kind of magnetize and gravitate other rocks in. So there is now a swirling sphere of air around me in about a 10 foot circle with rocks around all of that, making my AC a little bit higher and uh, making my speed a lot faster as I can now travel with the air. Fantastic. That's it. That's what I did. Uh, I can, I, you know what? Now that I've done it, I have another thing that I'm going to actually send uh, a piece of that earth out of the, the form towards that goblin. So I'm going to do a blast straight at him. Okay. This is a, an attack roll I believe you're making. With this, this one's going to be an attack roll. Yeah. And this now, is earth you're, you're chucking at him? This is a big chunk of earth. So let's see. I'm going to use... Ooh, that is a 15. Oh, uh, I think that's pretty good. Uh, see if I add anything to that. Yes. Oh, no, it misses. He parries it. Your first attack, what? he parries with his cleaver. This is rude. Uh, pretty sure that, yeah, I don't add anything to it, for the, unless it's my dex or the elemental blast. It's going to be your, uh, your primary modifier, which I believe is constitution for you. Oh, so what about a 19? That's a hit. Let's do that one. What's your plus modifier to that sucker then? Uh, plus four for a constitution. Plus er. proficiency of one and two more. You have plus seven is what you have to that. I'm going to write that down. Yeah. So that let's, let's not forget that plus number. seven. Math is so hard. Attacks. And since you got are all rolling dice, we need to not forget that you guys all start with two hero points. Woo. Everyone gets two. Use them or lose them. 
Uh, so I threw it at a piece of uh, rock right at him. I hit him for two. Uh, no, adding my uh, bonus again. Six points of damage. Okay, with six points of damage, uh, you destroy that goblin and send him <laughs> spinning off with a railing kill right off the bat. Yeah, take that! Uh, but there are tons was, more behind. That was the wrong Jericho, voice. get these donkeys moving! <laughs> and uh, from the back of the wagon. You're not. No, no, no. You guys are on the bridge. I'm like, oh, I'm down below. Down below. Uh, Sorry. So I'm gonna start uh, getting that those getting those donkeys going up that uh, that hill, up the pathway up towards the end of the the bridge where they are. Okay. Trying to get towards my friends a little closer. Um, let's do a nature roll or survival your choice for overall donkey feeling. I'll do a nature roll. You spent some time with them. Um, that's a twenty-four. You twenty-four? Yeah. You are at. You are one with the date. Jericho, yeah. donkey friend. Guys, <laughs> uh, I got my, I got my asses moving. <laughs> so you're bringing the. Uh, tell me, describe it. You have control of these donkeys now. Whatever you want to happen is happening. I just, I, I got my hand on a little, the long stick with a little whip on the end. I'm just doing, getting a little beat going. <laughs> Okay. Boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom, chicka, boom. And they're just they're just going with me. Apparently awkwardly left to right to left to right <laughs> yeah, to left to right yeah. to left to right. And I go, I'm coming, I'm coming, I'm coming. How far is it roughly from me to my friends? Um, you can be there within moments. Uh, how far is it? Like in I'm thinking spell distance thinking forty with my trig, I'm thinking fifty seven point four feet. That is less than <laughs> sixty. So oh, <laughs> <laughs> So if possible in the same, I would like to, if I, if I have actions left, sure. then I would like to uh, use a focus point for lingering composition and then follow it with a courageous anthem to try to encourage my friends as they run for their very lives. All right. I think you make a roll for the lingering composition. I do. A charisma roll uh, uh, based on their level, which I believe is one. A performance check. Make a performance roll. A performance roll. I will do exactly that. Plus seven on this roll. I rolled a 17 plus seven. That's good. That's also another 24. Uh, well, that is a critical, so it's going to last four rounds. So I got four rounds of love coming your way. I'll put a four out here to help keep track of that. So what's that guys. Do for us? So you guys now have a plus one status bonus to all your attack rolls, all your damage rolls, and saves versus, versus being a feared. Nice. Wow. While nice. within 60 feet of you. Well, it hits them now, so they all have it, and it's yeah. an emanation. Therefore, even if they move other places, it will stick with them for the next 24 seconds. Yeah. That is really cool, with the lingering in particular. Speaking of attack rolls, Hemlock, yeah. uh, who's dressed all in black, uh, short mm. white hair, has Man. twin shoulder holsters, but only one of those holsters <laughs> is filled right now. I can only one! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, not nice. That's like Aragorn's broken sword a little uh, bit. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> so wields not, not bitterness really. in the other hand. <laughs> uh, so it's a free action. We'll pull that pistole. Um, and uh, seen behind us at one of the goblins on top of a ward. Before you roll, let's make this perfectly clear. This is the first ever official gunshot in the history of the world of Varen right here. This is no pressure. Yeah. The, gun sure, the gunshot heard round, you have round your Varen. <laughs> 18 to hit. 18 is a hit. Yeah. Uh, six points. First gunshot damage. is a kill. Woo! 
One shot, one kill. Splat. And I'm going to say this is unceremonious. This is like Band of Brothers, just like the guy just drops and just crumples the goblin, just flat out just nice. drops on the So bridge. in a flat run, we'll also reload that pistol and fire again at uh, the uh, the other goblin on the warg. Okay. With a natural 20. What? <laughs> All right. So this is where it gets weird with the gunslinger. They do insane critical damage. Um, so he did six with a pretty good shot. But this is a critical. Enough, by the way. Yeah, you which was enough. You don't have to overdo it. You don't need to show off every time. But this was a critical. 23 points of damage. Okay. <laughs> that is insane. That is Gallagher-style head balloon popping. Perfect. Violence. Uh, you drop another. Um, Does that have any emotional effect on the goblins around them? <laughs> There's essentially a mist of goblin gore, <laughs> and then through that mist comes a 300-movie wall of arrows of goblins shooting from across the bridge. Um, well, here we go. Guys, is it is it raining? There's stuff falling on me. It's not showing off, Dash, when you get the job done right. Ooh. Uh, one to you. Uh, uh, critical success on the gunslinger. Nice. Uh, and then a second one to. Um, I keep saying you, not you. Dash. Okay. Uh, from four different goblins. That is a mist, and a miss. So miss, 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 miss. But one hits really painfully Ooh. on our gunslinger. Critical for critical. And the short bow has the deadly capability. Damn it. And That's all, not supposed to happen. We're off and running with 13 <laughs> points of damage Whoa! to you. Perfect. How much? How, what was your starting hit points? 16. Okay. You! Are you all right? <laughs> oh, I think that one got me pretty good. <laughs> well, where'd you get hit? All right. I don't. I think both lungs are down. <laughs> so through and through right here. <laughs> It's like, it's like a Steve Martin one here, yeah, but you got to. for my torso. <laughs> okay. I'm glad sure I didn't see that. That would have made me a little irpy. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, and what would you guys like to do? Oh, and the wargs are slowly closing in, but they haven't quite gotten there. They're a little uh, sheepish getting onto the uh, steps. Does the cleric in the distance feel a disturbance? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Obi-Wan on the Millennium Falcon. Way back in town. <laughs> Um, okay, so you said the wargs. How wide is our bridge? Um, narrow, two dash widths. Okay, so two wargs couldn't stand next to each other on that. Correct. They, they'd be like a line? Correct. All right. Uh, I'm going to do a kind of a neat cartwheel trick where I do like a, a roll over the top of Hemlock, who was holding his nuts. I assume he got shot in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back over, yeah. right? Both lungs, my legs one testy. And I'm going to... Uh, when I spin, kind of catch what looks like a piece of air and fling it forward straight at the wargs, doing this aerial boomerang. As, as it goes forward, it starts charging up with electricity and moving forward faster and faster and faster. I'm throwing it at a 60-foot line, so anyone that's in that line gets affected by this and will take, uh, that is seven points of electric damage. All right, this is both the wargs that are caught in this, and they're making a reflex save versus what? Ooh, uh, 17. Uh, with a 17, uh, we have a uh, miss. It takes how much damage, did you say? Seven. Seven. Uh, it takes seven points of damage, and uh, then it, the other one critically saves. 
dodges easily underneath it, bites at it almost. Rude! How did you pull a piece of thin air out of the thin air? <laughs> uh, wait till you see it come back. You it are, might explain some things. You are, you are amazing. Uh, and Dash, before you finish, you can also see there are uh, four or more goblins still on the other side that are cocking a whole bunch of more arrows to fire in your guys' direction. I'm going to duck behind Hemlock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm still uh, trying to get up that hill with my, with my donkeys and my wagon. You find there is a way up to the top. You would have to pick either the warg side or the goblin side, though, uh, and it would be about half a mile in either direction up the ravine. There's no easy path right here. Oh. Well, well, that changes everything. I'm just like, I'll, I'll whoa, and I'll just be like, uh, hey guys, uh, might be easier if you come to me. How, how far is that drop? Uh, 40 feet, and he's got um, some very soft sacks of potatoes that are in there. I, they have don't you sound seen soft. potatoes and sacks? <laughs> they're not soft. They're, they're super soft. Okay, I, I, they're not baked though. Are they baked potatoes? They're twice baked. Okay, that helps. <laughs> that helps. Yeah. They're mashed potatoes. <laughs> uh, do I have line of sight on anything up on the bridge? Uh, you have line of sight. It depends. You can either be underneath the bridge, then no, or you can be farther away from your friends, and then yes. Oh, I have the choice. Yeah, you always have a choice. You have donkey control. I will, uh, to the best of my ability, I will seek, and you can let me know how long this will take, I will seek to uh, park my wagon at an advantageous spot for their uh, leap of possible death, um, and then work to then move myself to a place where I can be nearby and maybe, like, kill something. Okay. Uh, Then we've got the wagon right underneath the bridge at the moment, and we have a wounded gunslinger who hasn't done anything in a while. Yeah. uh, Reload. (laughs) And uh, fire. You make the gunfire noise when you reload? <laughs> yeah, okay. sure. All right. All right. And then no uh, one else does. fire at the closest uh, little green bass. Oh, actually, one of the war. Let's get those wargs out of there. I feel like they're going to do worse. Uh, all right. A uh, 28. 28 on a warg is known as a critical hit. Perfect. Nice. Seems unhealthy for the warg. Uh, 17 points of 17 damage. 17 points of damage. Uh, the warg is now wounded. It is a ferocious beast. Okay. And uh, as my third action, I will reload. Okay. Um, You guys have still about a dozen goblins on the far side that are... Uh, some are slowly creeping in. Others have arrows that are firing over at you guys. Are there other goblins behind the wargs? Uh, no. So, just, just the, the two wargs. All right. You work at the works. I'll get the other side. Aye, aye. It's not showing here. There we go. We'll see what happens here. You might have to throw me overboard. 17-4. Twice baked potatoes are very comfy, I've told. All right. I can't remember the number. I think this could be bad. Dash, you are grazed slightly with another arrow as two goblins come in with cleavers. There's still some distance. They're being cautious. Arrows fly over, and you are grazed for one point of damage. Oh, gosh. Then you hear a meaty thunk sound as your gunslinger friend Hemlock is hit again for three points of damage. I'm down. That was it. That's what I had. 
You never should have come. Oh, gosh. He drops, and his gun tumbles out of his hand and falls. (laughs) Falls falls 40 feet and lands in the soft potatoes below. Caught by the bard. That sucks. Uh, watch this. (laughs) Okay. In that case, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to spin around under where Hemlock is, lifting him and kind of turning him. If you think of like tossing a pizza dough in the air, right? Like you're like you're spinning it to catch it. But I just spin him off of the edge towards where his gun went, just like follows it. The way he would, if he dropped it, he would of course dive after it. So I help him dive towards the gun. And while I do that, I hold my hand out to call the boomerang back to me. The wards have to make a save again or take another three points. More damage. Of electric okay. damage. I think you just got a nickname. Squishy? It's a no. It's a no. <laughs> How much? Three. Three. All right. The same one. Uh, no, both of them get hit. Of the wards. They take some light damage. Not a lot, but some damage. Perfect. Uh, that was one action. Because I can move. Oh, no, I tossed him. I was dancing around, but I had to pick him up. That was big. Nobody tosses a fetchling. <laughs> so you have tossed him over the side. Did I hear that correctly? Correct. Okay. You toss your friend who falls and falls. Can, uh, can I respond when I see him falling? Sure. Does he look like he's not in good shape as he falls? Oh, like, he's, no scream? oh no, he's ragdolling it for sure. <laughs> he's a whirling gig of blood. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, that's that's fair. The gaping chest wound gives it away. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do the classic. Try to try to maneuver my donkeys in any way to make sure he falls in. Okay, uh, you are able to guide him because you are one with the asses. You're able to guide him carefully so he lands ever so gently uh, with a squish. And I would like you again to make a nature or survival roll. And if you get a 12 or higher, you have gotten just the right amount of potatoes under him and he takes no damage. 16. Nice. Perfect. Thank you so much. Softly lands. And if, if I have the ability, I would cast a spell. Go for it. I will cast Soothe. As I, as I reach out and my fey nature comes out of my hands across him and the light green mist spreads out, uh, you get a heal of 1d10 plus 4. You get 12 hit points. Whoa. Whoa. That's fantastic. And a plus 2 status bonus to saves against mental effects. Huge heal. Where's Thunderbolt? And he says nothing. <laughs> Where's Thunderbolt? Where's yeah. my gun? I thought. Uh, I know. I already know the name of the other one. Did, did you drop it up on the bridge? I have no idea. I just woke up. I got the sand. Look at this arrow sticking out of my chest. Oh, Thank I'll, you. I'll let you deal with that. He takes but, twelve points of damage. Yeah, <laughs> I'll let you deal with that on your own. That dash threw you off the bridge. Where is my dash? Where's my gun? Jericho has it. You, where's my gun, Jericho? Hey, I got. It. I, oh. I wanted to shoot it a couple times. I'll let, let, <laughs> less stressful situation. I'll let you shoot as much as you want. You saved me. Thank you. Thank you so much. Heads up! And dash tumbles over in the air, 
throws his hands like this and then turns it over. Like I'm grabbing a ball and spinning it upside down mm -hmm. and I cause an earthquake as a huge tremor erupts under all the goblins on the other side of the bridge. The ground shakes. Oh, okay. They will take 1d8 of bludgeoning if they do not make their fort save. Bum, bum, bum. What's the DC? 17. 17. Uh, fail, fail, and pass. How much damage did you do? That is uh, 11 points Ooh. of uh, bludgeoning damage as they uh, get pummeled and the ground just kind of shakes and, and creaks underneath them. And the, they, if they, anyone's I've, critical failed, they uh, are knocked prone. And how much damage? 2d8? 1d8. What? How did you? Oh, because it's plus something? Plus my con. It is? Think. I don't think so. Maybe I'm just adding numbers. Up. I think you're just making stuff up as you go. If it's just the die, then it's seven points of damage all by itself. Tremor. Let's go do a quick look. This is a new class for us, so let's see. Each creature takes one d8 bludgeoning. Just one d8 bludgeoning. One d8 bludgeoning. That's easy. I won't have to add math. Okay. Seven. Seven. Then you kill. You kill and you hurt three goblins that get caught into that mess. <laughs> Fingers in the air as I fly off the bridge to try to not land on top of Hemlock. All right, you land and uh, acrobatically land bet betwixt his legs. As Yosoki does. Hey, buddy. Did you find your bolt? Got it. And uh, I'll fire off a shot at the, the w wounded ward. Okay. For 25 points of wow. damage. Goodness. Or 25 to hit. Excuse 25 me. to hit? <laughs> no, uh, yeah, 25 to hit. Is a normal hit. Oh, bullshit. Two, wow. two points of uh, piercing Big damage. Big two. Okay, it is badly hurt, but alive. Uh, reload. I'm uh, working on getting us um, whatever seemed like the safest path away from danger. Yeah. Okay. Forward. Forward is away. That way. Unless they try to fall out. Ondalit. Ondalit. Forward you go, uh, whipping it to the beat again. Uh, the mules kick off and go racing down super fast. Uh, and as you uh, run off, the wargs seem confused. They're difficult terrain. Some more arrows half-heartedly are fired in your direction. Some of Hemlock <laughs> is still killed again. Yeah. Um, uh, but you race off in the distance, and uh, you leave the ravine and the goblins behind and have found this idol and uh, that is, I'm guessing, spit out from your cheek pouches Blah. yet again in success uh, as the group makes their way back to town. Uh, great job. Uh, and let's give a hero point to our gunslinger for that Ooh, as well. Yeah. That's for almost dying. For almost dying awesomeness. Like a hero. Well, and for misting that trading goblin. deadly shots is what you did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you exploded good. mist and then took arrows into both lungs. <laughs> Meanwhile, some distance away, back in the city of Tavernry. This is a city that is along a river uh, with a huge bay that is next to it. A walled city, the second largest in the kingdom of Navarre. This city has swarmed uh, over the last few years with refugees from a nearby war. And a city outside the city has been built up around it of some wood shacks and tents galore inside the city proper though you have your avenues your cobblestones the wonderful um aromas of uh, morning starting with breakfast and smoke and bread and bacon you can uh sense uh just the city slowly coming to life in particular there is a small little uh 
food shop, a grocery shop, really narrow in a small stone um, collection of buildings, like a general store, uh, a, uh, a clothing store, and in between is this small area of um, uh, food. And I guess the name might be Geist's Groceries. Works for me. Sounds good. Uh, and in there, our thaumaturge, our supernatural swordsman, uh, Galen steps out. Sells uh, cabbages. <laughs> and Galen, as you step out, uh, there is a, a beautiful lady, Amaril, your wife, uh, and she leans out the door and she's got uh, an apron on uh, for her gross, grosser work she'll be doing starting the day. And she hands you a, a, a wrapped uh, bunch of goodies in a cloth and hands it to you. You need to be safe out there, Galen. I know I say that all the time. Thanks, Cookie. I appreciate that. I'll do my best. Don't get into too much trouble and keep an eye out for that champion. Every time you talk with him, he always has a strange glimmer in his eye. Hmm. We'll have to see about that. And she gives you a big kiss and says, when will I see you again? Is another I'll never know? <laughs> well, we'll do our best to be back by dinner. Wonderful. And she gives you another kiss and then closes the door and puts a little sign out there that says open. Awesome. You head out uh, to the gate uh, where you're going to meet your two other friends. These are the uh, more pious folks in our adventuring group. The cleric uh, who goes by the name of Agiri and the paladin going by the name of Yannick. Uh, you two Karahel uh, followers are outside the north gate uh, around some of the tents and people that are uh, hawking their wares and beginning their particular day. Uh, and you see uh, your friend Galen walk out the gates to meet with you. And your whole goal is head out a little bit further and wait for your friends to arrive as they've been wrapping up some sort of strange adventure about an idol. Uh, Gary, Yannick, good morning. Good morning. Morning. Shall we head out and see what kind of trouble our friends got into? They, I'm sure, had no trouble finding what they needed. Yeah, it sounded like a milk run to me. Yeah, yeah, without a doubt. A guy uh, pulls you aside, Galen, and says, Horses, get your horses here. 50 gold, the best you'll see in all of Tabinry. Oh, I'll have to see about that. I'm going to start patting the horse down. Looking at the gold. flanks. Oh, you know your flanks. <laughs> oh, these are, these are beaten down mares. You're charging me 50 gold for these? Come on, this is our first time around the block. He says, all right, 45. Wow. Uh, too bad I don't have enough money for that either. So, uh... Guess we're on foot, gentlemen. Yes. Wasting my time. <laughs> and he glares at you. I'll glare right back. All right. And then slay him. It's super a glare eye. Thaumaturge <laughs> doesn't walk on a lot unless he's willing to buy. Okay, he's making a nemesis in scene one. <laughs> I'll see you again, horse trader. I'll see you in hell. <laughs> As... I mean, at this point, it's kind of tradition. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, you guys are heading out further uh, through these kind of makeshift roads. I'm, I'm likening them to mud-covered, um, deadwood-style, frontier town-type versus the cobblestone inside the, the city walls. Uh, as you make your way there, our uh, cleric, Acolyte Agiri. I don't know what your take is on the city. I don't know how you view the people, the life, anything at all that goes around here, but something is actually reaching out to you 
quite literally as someone grabs onto your your frock. Are, are you frocked? There's a frock. I don't know, but I think you have one. I have a frock. <laughs> he grabs me, sir. He grabs you, and it is a guy who is missing a leg, looks quite destitute, and says, That's a level 12 spell. I'm not helping you with that. <laughs> Spare some copper for a veteran, holy father. Do I have copper? I think I have copper. He holds will, out a little tankard. I'll immediately pull an apple out of my satchel and hand it to the veteran. You don't even have to pull out of your satchel? You can pull it out of the wrapped food that oh, I gave you. Wonderful. I will hand an apple to the veteran. Oh, he says, thank you, and he takes it and bites it and still puts the tankard in front of you, Aguirre. For a veteran of war? Yes. Uh, two copper go into the uh, cup. All right. Thank you. And he looks inside, looks back at you. And I avert. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. always happy to serve our noblest and bravest. Where did you serve, sir? Spare some copper for a veteran <laughs> as he walks off. <laughs> <laughs> this is where Carahel teaches. <laughs> Um, you guys continue to make your way towards the outskirts of the edge of town. Uh, when Yannick, as soon as you turn around from this beggar situation, boom, you slam into a brutish half orc who is going the opposite way. Um, and he stands, huffs right in front of you and leans in close and snarls at you. Oh, sorry about that, good fella. And I pat him on his uh, kind of shoulder. My apologies. He has some friends behind him that are gasping at you touching him, <laughs> and he looks at your hand on him. Blessings of Carahel. <laughs> <laughs> You're not casting anything. You're just yeah, making noises. <laughs> He's the guy from Police Academy. Uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, I like step back and away, and and out and out of the way, so he can pass by. Make a diplomacy roll, please. Eleven. Eleven. Ooh. He leans in close and says, Do you know who you're messing with? Do I know who he's messing with being a night watch at this town? No. Um, no, he is a stranger you've never seen. I'm messing with no man, my good friend. You're I... messing with Popper. And I am messing with Popper, apparently. My apologies, Popper. And I pop the heads off of people like you. Oh, well, that sounds unpleasant. I'd rather ha not have that done. So please uh, feel free to travel along now. He doesn't seem pleased. He reaches down. Quick coercion. <laughs> uh -huh. Stepping in with quick coercion, seeing how this is going downhill. I'm going to try to calm the situation with some diplomacy. Okay, well, go for it. What are you going to say? Popper, Popper, no need for violence here. You wouldn't want to be messing with a member of the Night's Watch and making enemies of the guard in town, would you? That doesn't seem like a very smart move. His friend, a robed fellow, says, we don't want trouble with the Night Watch. And uh, pulls in the half-orc, uh, snarls at you one more time. It was a pleasure meeting you. Blessings. Blessings of Carahel upon you, Popper. And he gets pulled away. He glares back at you as his friends. You just get the kissing thing at him. God. Every time. Every time. 
Uh, you pull him and he starts walking away. And then it gets even more awkward because you find yourself 15 feet going in the same direction behind them. This mm. Every time he looks back. It just keeps just going for a while. Is there uh, any defining like uh, accoutrement on this popper gentleman? Any insignia or anything? You see no insignia of any kind. You would peg him as a mercenary type. Ah. He continues on with his friends, and then they finally leave, and they head out to some stable area and head their own way. Um, after some time, you guys chill out on the very far outskirts, leaning on some new fence that's being put up around a makeshift uh, crappy little tent tavern that has no name other than drinks. Um painted on a sign outside of it. They haven't opened quite yet, but you wait there for about an hour or two, and then your friends arrive. Dash and Hemlock and your friend Jericho all come up in a wagon that they don't own uh, with some smiles upon their faces or blood-covered, I don't know. Hemlock's still pretty bad. No, he's been treated by the bard. He's been here. Yeah, you're good. Some dried blood. And you guys ride up, and you see everyone's all gathered, all six of our heroes. No, but when would be the most appropriate time for me to get those shooting lessons? Because I, I, I want to be as good as you someday. I don't think anyone will ever be as good as Hemlock. Also, the last time he asked about the gun, which was two minutes ago, he said, if I recall, never... Never is a really solid amount of time. Well, I balanced the never against the right after I saved his life. And he said, anytime because you saved my life. And I think those balance out into a maybe sometime. Sometime for sure. And then now you can borrow my gun and I'll borrow your drum. See, I'll I'll let him borrow my drum I'll teach you a little. You teach me a little. Oh, my God. Where is the idol? Oh, (laughs) (laughs) right here. Thank you. I had no trouble getting it, yes? Oh, absolutely Easy. not. No, I snuck right in. They didn't even notice. Excellent. Sounds like you. Except for the... Except for Lance Armstrong saw. over there. <laughs> yeah. the it was... It this, was uh, <laughs> I forgot this armor <laughs> might have been sold... Uh, oversold to me a little bit. Just the god piece. <laughs> <laughs> the assless chaps equivalent of studded yeah. leather armor. How many arrows do you have sticking out of you right now? Oh, zero, but there was at one time... Three or four. This, this one was fully engulfed inside his body. Wow, that's a keepsake. I'm keeping it. Our bard was quite my hero today. Well done, Jericho. Jericho, well, it sounds like you completely saved the day. I'm just so impressed with all the work you've done. That is incredible. Thank you so much for taking care of these two. It wasn't just... <laughs> I want you to know that Dash is the one who stole... Oh, all don't be himself. humble. Don't all be humble. <laughs> uh, he went into a dangerous You know what? Situation. I would like to buy you a drink. Let's Everybody, let's get Jericho a drink. Yes. Rand, right. <laughs> Rand, right. Yay. <laughs> it's just because of their inherent racism that they have not overcome. Three cheers for Jericho. <laughs> I'll buy you a drink. <laughs> He's a non-confrontational adventuring combatant. <laughs> Now, I want to hear all about how you took down those goblins, Jericho. That's just got to be an incredible story. I will tell you all about it. Yeah. I did not kill a single one. <laughs> but I, Hemlock turned one into a fine mist that actually rained down upon me. You might see a little bit still. My hair's hard to tell, but 
uh, like it ceased to exist as a singular individual and it became more of like a cloud. That is gruesome. Uh, and yeah, uh, Dash, Dash did things I have like Dash he, was throwing like pebbles. clouds of rock and air and lightning and stones that just that laid waste to goblins by the numbers. Dash was throwing pebbles like my bullets fly. It was amazing. They were, yeah, they were pretty strong. They didn't knock everything down, but I, I got a couple, hundred, <laughs> because I was really getting. Never mind. It's fine. <laughs> You guys um, share some drinks, I heard, and you also need to return the idol. Ah, Dewey. Uh, I'd like to take a look at that idol. Uh, it is a kind of a Buddha with googly eyes. It's the immunity idol. Uh, Can that be the episode title? Buddha with googly eyes. Yeah, it's, it's got googly eyes. It's a dog chew toy. <laughs> uh, anything unique, special, interesting, weird... Uh, about this, about this idol. Yes, you believe it is used by certain people to try to connect to the spirit world. Oh shit! I am, I'm touching this thing. I would like to find out how this works, please. Oh, you're getting a little handsy with that idol. Hey, don't judge me. You seem very interested in someone else's property. I, while we have it in our hands, why not check it out and see what this thing is all about, right? I mean, spirit world, right? Cool. Well, okay. I mean, not really, but it's fine. Okay, I'm going to watch you. Gold school. I'm poking the eyes, trying to figure out how this thing works. <laughs> Squeezing it to you. Where? Where? Bop it. <laughs> Squeeze it. Uh, make an occult roll, please. Galen the Thaumaturge. Alrighty. Bop it. Squeeze it. Curse oh, it. that was so close to being good, but it's not. It's a five. It's a five. Um... You- you realize after 10 minutes, adding additional moisture is not helping the situation mm, whatsoever. There was additional moisture after it came out of the Soki's mouth. <laughs> I would like to use my dubious knowledge skill oh. to see if I can learn anything about this. Uh, uh, anything more about this? The thou, thou, thaumaturge. This is keyed off of your esoteric lore goodness. Yes, it is. In fact, I might actually be able to just use esoteric lore. Um, tell you, you become a special lore to recall it regarding haunts, curses, and creatures of any type, and the dubious knowledge, feat, which we're only going to be doing for those three things. So it doesn't apply in this one. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Um, you guys are refreshed with some drinks, and unless Galen has other plans, which you certainly can, uh, you are heading towards uh, Lady Vice, a fortune teller who has sent you on this quest with quite the reward. It's going to be so great. Making all the golds, making sure we can cover our rents. We're going to be fantastically rich. Let's get this in. You go into her tent. Uh, this is a purplish tent with lots of tassels. There are probably four or five different weird metal wind chimes that are directly in the path of going through. You make quite a bit. Well, Dash doesn't. Um, uh, but there's a quite a bit of clang as the taller folks go through. There is a fortune teller table with some velvety uh, tablecloth draped off of it. There is a small pedestal of uh, ivory, it looks like, with nothing atop it. A deck of cards off to the side, off to the side, that could be um, 
for all sorts of interesting magical properties. And the back tent opens up and inside and coming inside, you see an old hag who has sent you on this quest, Lady Vice. And she says, welcome to, oh, it's you. You have returned. I am not surprised at all. That's good. Did you see our return in your magical devices and, and, and speculations? How dare you question me? Sit. And she sits down at one of the two chairs. I sit down. Okay. Like right there in that spot on the floor. You you have found what I seek. Uh, Galen's got it. <laughs> Uh, Dash, Dash found it. A, a dachshund comes running. <laughs> this one here. Yeah, he's a hero. She takes it from you, and I don't know, whips off moisture from it, and says, "You have, you have returned uh, to an old lady what was stolen and brought back sight, and places it uh, on the middle of the pedestal. I see you had nothing to do with it, though. Looking at Galen." Well, we were there for moral support. And, and frankly, frankly, this mission turned out to be a lot more dangerous than you indicated to begin with. And frankly, these, these folks deserve some hazard pay, I think. Uh, uh, Hemlock, the mightiest warrior of all of us, almost died. To retrieve this? But I feel half bad then for your situation. Um, make a roll, Galen, you started it. Make a diplomacy roll. If you get a 17, this hard-nosed hag will go with some more coins. Second <laughs> one in a row. So you got hero points. Uh, yeah, you know what? Can't roll worse than a two. Screw That's it. right. You can't Did you roll, roll a two? Yeah. I rolled a two. Right, I'll use one of the hero points. Let's try that again. Got a really good roll. There we go. That would be a 21. With a 21. Nice. She says, Done. And she reaches in and pulls out a very small purse and drops it on the on her near side. And he goes, tingle, tingle. And then... What did it do? Tingle, tingle. <laughs> and then grabs a second one and drops it next to it. And then she goes, squeaky, squeaky, squeaky. Moving the table around to the other side, where for some reason I think our small gnome is sitting on the ground. Yeah. You just wait. You just see You just see his hand come up <laughs> <laughs> and grab onto each of the coins. You pull it down. You have found your payment, paid in full, of six gold coins. Oh. In two bags? In one bag. In one. And okay. she has doubled the payment for a second six gold. I, as I grab the two, I just slide one right over to Dash in the back. Wow. <laughs> and it's in his mouth. <laughs> Lady Vice, how did these goblins come to steal your idol? Thieves took it from here. There are thieves everywhere. This town isn't safe. Goblin thieves just snuck in here? No thieves! Thieves that you didn't see coming to steal your idol. I, you are burned, <laughs> and she points to the outside, uh, like the like the closet monkey from Family Guy just did. I will wait outside. I don't, I don't need to cause any more problems. Big teeth, shaking hands. A voice just, comes from under the table. I want to apologize. I'm just going to whistle we on the way out. They were thieves that came in, thieves that had a connection to the goblins, and I saw the goblins, and I knew where they might be. 
but I thought you could handle it without getting too hurt, and I feel bad, and hence that is why I've given you double the payment. We appreciate it, thank you. She comes over and gets close to you, Hemlock, and gets very close. Hello. I start strumming a little romantic little... And she, with lightning fast reflexes, reaches out and snatches onto your wrist and touches you. Okay. She says, let me aid you with my thoughts. I've been been given uh, plenty of medicinal help. And she starts, she says, I I do not heal your body. I see your soul. Mm, what do you see there? I see, I see discomfort. I don't know why I said that. I see. Because <laughs> of the scene? <laughs> <laughs> I see a donut cushion in your future. Oh, <laughs> a leg that's gone asleep. <laughs> she says, but I see trouble ahead for you. And perhaps you can see it too. And then she lets go, and you have a glimpse of something dangerous coming your way. The next two saving throws you have to roll, you get a plus one bonus, too. Nice. That's interesting. And I thank you once more. Now be gone! I see you leaving! (laughs) Thank you! Oh, oh, I think she wants us to go. Yeah. If you need help any further, we'll... Leaving! Very good. <laughs> I'll go. I'm, I'm like, going. I'm scared. All right. You are all outside uh, and around the tents there. What would you like to do? I, I'm, I, 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 um, I think we should relax. It's a little too intense. Hemlock, you... You want to relax? Hem, Hemlock, you, you did the killing, and, and you did all the, the hurting. No, it's, it's all of us. We're all together. Okay. We're all on okay, the Okay, here you go. Thank they you. just tosses the bag to you. Okay. It's got four gold in it. Oh, this is far. This this is more than my share. Thank you, though. <laughs> we, no, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, we should, forget, we should figure out what to do with all of that, but I, it's, I, I'm not sure how Well, we need to... Ever, I feel like everything we got, we should split evenly. That seems reasonable. Very good. And I will pour the four gold out, take two. I took two. So that's, see, I did my math part already. I just stick my hand out right in front of Dash's mouth. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Two coins fall out. (laughs) Oh, give two A license plate from Jaws. (laughs) Galen gives one right back because you got uh, anybody who takes a few arrows for the team deserves a little bit of extra hazard pay. Uh, you got to take it. It's yours. That's going to complicate the economy in the group real fast. <laughs> yeah. There's the act up in front of that arrow. I need a... Time. I, uh, there's two uh, dollars. Uh, oh, oh, hazard pay. Ding, ding. Thank you. <laughs> hazard pay. Well, that's one adventure. One more adventure we've done. One more payday we've seen. With adventures like this, there's no reason they keep going. <laughs> but <laughs> the campaign is over. Well done. Thank you, everyone. Oh, we'll be back in about two to three months. Season seven. Season seven. Um, I feel like we should head back to Pegs. Yeah, see what's going on there. There's got to be another place to go. All right. Uh, before continuing, uh, the cleric steps over to Hemlock. 
I'm not comfortable with you risking your life so readily. We have some sort of information that we need to be sharing, and it doesn't do me any good if you're dead. I, uh, I will be accompanying you on future outings such <laughs> that you went on. Fair enough. I'm sure the bard did well. He did great. You came back fine. But that hole in your armor makes me uncomfortable. This armor makes me feel uncomfortable. I shall be replacing it uh, as soon as I get a couple more coins. That's it. And a gun. As soon as you replace it with a few more coins and a gun. Then armor, right? There's priorities. Probably armor first at this point. That was a little... uh, you know, I do. I never did thank you for throwing me off of that bridge into the cart of potatoes. Oh, there thank was a cart. <laughs> I didn't. I mean, good for you. You made it into the potatoes. All right, you guys head uh, back into the city itself through the main gate. There, a jolly guard just waves you in. He knows you well, while keeping out at least a dozen other people who are trying to make their way in. He knows you guys and your citizens or uh, friends of, uh, and so he lets you pass with ease. You get a couple, hey, how come they do? And he says, no, you must wait your turn. Um, and you head we inside the, the city. The, the secret handshake and the mm-hmm. yeah. points. You got a ladies with you on this one with the bouncer um yeah and the hooks a little felt rope yeah <laughs> uh as you guys go into the city uh it is you're trading these muddy roads and tents for uh cobblestones uh big elevation changes uh, uh very sloped streets uh with uh uh buildings that are cramped in and uh tight but still um uh well kept nice uh, and uh, busy there are on the narrow street still a wagon that comes by hauling goods you guys by the way have had to return your wagon you are now wagonless and and assless in particular for you alan Um, but a wagon might come down through the streets you guys all have to part to the side everyone does as it goes by Um, excuse me and you head towards peg's tavern a tavern that is not far uh, from the gate a tavern you guys know well a place where some adventures have gone in the past uh you swing open the doors head inside and we will take our break there uh and we'll be back in just a little bit and our heroes are uh, gathered in Peg's Tavern. This is a large tavern, larger than most. It is made up of two floors with the middle section actually a huge balcony with curved sections with tables on on different areas up above, a bunch of tables down below. There's a small stage in the corner with a couple of chairs just stacked up there. No one's performed there in a little bit. And in the middle of it all is a big uh, U-shaped bar that the balcony kind of looks down on and we have our uh heroes sauntering on in uh you guys have been here for a while some of you have lived here in tavernry and some are relatively new who has lived here in the city of tavernry we got hands great for the podcast (laughs) great for the podcast galen all right Hemlock Galen uh, have lived here, and did I see one over yeah. here? Yeah, um, 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 uh, Yannick has lived in Tavernry as well for okay. a little bit. Um, and then others of you are Dash, new. Dash well, did not live in Tavernry beforehand. He's new here. Okay. No, I'm going to actually, I apologize. I had thought 
I lived here, but apparently I, I was mistaken. All right. Um, apology not accepted. Well, very good then. Jericho had not thought that he lived right, here, and right, he was right uh, not mistaken. Okay. So you were winning. Uh, All right. Said dementia. Yeah, maybe Where am I? <laughs> Uh, you yeah, that'll be fun to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you guys are uh, uh, gathering in. Where do you want to go? Where do you want to sit? There, It is pretty quiet here. There are maybe three other people that are sitting off to the side uh, having some late morning food. And the bar itself, there is the propri- proprietor, a dwarf named Ash. Ash Stonegraze is his name. And he has constructed a small ramp that goes all the way around the U-shape of to be able to have just a step up so we can actually see people as he's serving them. Uh, And you see him dip down, come up, and he's cleaning and doing some little mopping back behind. He sees you and he goes, Oh, boys! Welcome! It's a little early for you. I think I can seat you. Points to dozens of tables that are empty. (laughs) Thank you, sir. There's a... We get around. Round for for all of us, please. Hey, of course. And he starts getting some ale for you all. While he's pouring that, I'm just going to start chatting him up. I'm sure I know Ash well from making the rounds in the city. Ash, what's the good word? What are you picking up lately? Uh, I'm picking up that uh, the... The toadies out there on the barges going up and down the Horn River are stirring up trouble. They're saying that uh, people are encroaching on their business and uh, some uh, some shippers from the city of Mirskan are trying to uh, horn in on their business on the Horn River. Seth disapproves with you, a uh, You have a way of words, Ash. That's a horny bit of news. Oh, you <laughs> Just horning in on this conversation now, my friend. What's uh, what do you think the uh, likelihood of uh, trouble breaking out between them is? Oh, uh, those toadies—they're the, they keep to themselves until there's any kind of uh, pressure going on with other people dealing with the barges up and down the river. They get nasty real fast. Uh, and traditionally, I mean, you know, tabernary just turns the other cheek because we don't want to have anything disrupting the flow of goods coming up and down the river. Sounds like you're kind of being held hostage by the toadies. That's a way of looking at it. Hmm. Could what about be- these bargies from uh, Mirskan? Are they better than the toadies? I don't know, and I don't want to know. I'm going to leave that business That's to them. That's talk. <laughs> <laughs> he eyes you, you eye him back. <laughs> I don't want to get in any trouble. Maybe even forget I said anything. If my name gets around that I'm spreading any kind of trouble, maybe some of my barrels don't make it off the next bar. You know us. Why would we spread your name around? Yeah! And he slaps you on the back with a smile. It's yeah. a little teethy and wary. <laughs> And he delivers your ales and uh, continues uh, on to his cleaning. You guys are, uh, uh, again, gathered here. You can hear the sounds of another uh, wagon go uh, outside, some argument going on outside. You guys are chilling out uh, in this morning time. Uh, what would you like to do? Any plans for the day? Conversations you need to have here? Uh, 
Does Karahel have a temple here or shrine? Yes. Karahel has an amazing... So Karahel is the goddess of knowledge and healing. Karahel uh, temples are known to be vast libraries and archives of books. Uh, they're priests and uh, are scholars that are scribes and write books and duplicate books. Um, they have several temples in major towns and even small towns. Here in this city... They have a temple, and it is incredibly small. It is a converted home uh, that is like three rooms at most, uh, and you're never quite sure. Those of you even in the faith, what the purpose of this place is. Most citizens don't bother going by. A couple of dignitaries might do some business there in the temple, and that's about it. Um, so it's, it's part temple, part B&B? &B. Sure. Okay. Uh, well, uh, or just normal residents. <laughs> probably uh, just looking over at Yelnik uh, and saying, uh, I have to at least pay my respects to the shrine and temple in town. And I have been meaning to go as well. I would accompany you. I'd be honored. Uh, that will be my destination. I can break away. Okay. And Yannick will join with, uh, Geary. All right, the two of you uh, bid farewell and uh, head out. What do the rest of you like to do? Anything in particular? Galen, <clears throat> this business with the toadies and the uh, the shippers from Mirskone, is this something that the town guard is going to get involved with? Well, I'm sure or is we'd it get just going to be something we watch settle itself? I'm sure we get involved if violence breaks out, but until then, I can't see the guard wanting to get entangled with that, but now, there could be some under-the-table money to be had here. That's you know? what I'm looking for. You know what? I've got a contact in the town. Might know a little bit about what's going on. And uh, I want to see if he's got eyes on that porg or whatever, the big orc that uh, nearly caused a scene earlier. So maybe I can, I can track my friend Limble. What are you down. talking about? Oh, our friend Yannick over there. Bumbling around as usual. Ran into some big nasty orc-looking dude and... Uh, yeah, it uh, nearly caused a scene. Uh, I haven't seen him around before. New new face in this town for me. It's always a lot of new trouble walking through town. That's uh, a fact, especially lately. You want to go with me, see if we can track down my informant? Yeah, let's do it. All right, where are you, where are you, who are you looking for? Looking for Limble. He's a creepy little dude, informant. Um, not always trustworthy, but... Connected to the tabernary underbelly. Right. To the underbelly you go. Um, we will... Anybody else interested in joining? Uh, I'm also going to try to see if we can find some work here, but I'm going to stick with Jericho. See what we can find out. Unless you're going. No, I'm, I was sitting here trying to write a song about you and Hemlock and all the stuff that you were doing. Oh, it's about half done right now. You all know where I live. We'll meet back there for supper, yeah? Oh, what's Cookie making for us tonight? Oh, it's a surprise. Oh. Hey, don't you call her Cookie! <laughs> That's my name for her! Uh, all right. Uh, our paladin and cleric make their way through the uh, city of Tabernary. Uh As you do, uh, you... Uh, see the, the streets getting more and more narrow. You're going into more of a residential area with lots of little homes and smack dab in the middle of it, 
connected to two other, almost like a condo type thing, to two other uh, houses, is the Temple of Carahel. I think uh, it's the duplex over there. That's <laughs> what, what it's called. Pay attention to the awning colors. Um, I think it even has a name. Double checking. Uh, maybe not. Uh, yeah, it is the first tabernary temple of Carahel is the name on the sign. The sign is almost bigger than the building itself. Um, the door is uh, open as you open it up, and it's one of these, uh, and, and Seth, who professionally makes doors for a living, can attest. It's an interior door that's been set up on the outside inappropriately, uh, and re- tried and reinforced with a bad Real lock. Hollow core yeah, situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's a good, there's a good lock on it, <laughs> but it doesn't matter. Um, Welcome to First Tabernary. Uh-huh. Will you be opening an account today? Uh, and you can see as you open it up, the lock is still attached to the door frame as it has been damaged. And the door swings open. It has been separated from the lock. Does this look like it's happened recently? Yes. Um, this. It's not like- certainly peculiar. And I put a hand on my sword, but don't draw it. Um, shield is does come off the back. Okay. You believe we should be concerned then? Uh, uh, then a broken lock is potentially. Magiri takes up his staff defensively and follows you in. Okay. Hello? Yeah, you step inside and you hear a voice say, Go away! We're here to pray. Not today, you're not. Carahel's uh, closed. <laughs> I think you should come out and address us. And the sword is slowly coming out of the sheath. Carahel is never closed. <laughs> You're an imposter already. That may be one of the worst quips I've ever heard you give, Chris. <laughs> Can you do me a favor and save that and use it at inappropriate times? <laughs> Of course I will. <laughs> the guy you're killing. What? But I didn't mention that at all. <laughs> um, I will pigeonhole that in everywhere. Uh, you see in the darkness inside with the shades also drawn, a lantern approach and a blood-covered hand holding on to the lantern, and a robed priest of Carahel stepping out into the light of the open doorway uh, with his lantern. And he says, Damn it, I said... Oh! I wasn't expecting you. What is happening here? I had an incident. Uh, Come in. The Come in. sword is warily going back into the sheath. All right. And uh, close Something wh- we can help with? Perhaps. Close what's left of the door. That's, that's just you pushing a yeah. gear out of the way. <laughs> Wait a minute. Inside, you see uh, the very small living room of this home has been converted into a really tight temple to Carahel. So there is a small statue of the goddess on one end, a couple of cushions arranged. Uh, On left and right side are two uh, generic uh, hand-washing basins. This is all much more extravagant in real temples. Uh, And again, you get a feeling that 
no one ever really comes here. And you see there is a, a bookshelf that has tons of books that have been tossed all over the floor. You see some shattered glass next to almost like a china hutch type thing. And then you see a bucket uh, with blood on it on the floor next to a door, an interior doorway. Okay. I wasn't expecting uh, any representatives of our goddess. Uh, what brings Akiri, you to Tabernacle? is unsure of the uh, the protocols for warriors of Karahal, but uh, Agiri will, before touching anything involving anything, uh, will douse his hands in the basin uh, as all priests. Yes. Um, so you douse your hands. There is the one basin for the um, clergy and the other for the followers, and you do so. I will also. Wash of my hands. The champion. <laughs> Swish. <laughs> Gargle spits back into the bin. We don't question their protocols. Just... You've caught me at a, at a bad time. Why don't you tell us what's happening here? And don't you have anyone looking after you? No, it's just me. I'm, I'm a prehistorian. I'd say at your service, but I don't really service much anything here. I just keep an eye on things. You, you look different. I think I've heard about you. Some big fighter. Yannick looks decidedly uncomfortable um, at the recognition. Just a servant of Carahel. A servant I haven't seen before, and I've been with Carahel for many decades. I was a scribe until recently. So what makes you so special that now you carry sword and shield, scri- former scribe? I have don't know that I am special. I just have found a different path to protect Karahel's knowledge. And you see him get on his hands and knees and start dunking a big, big sponge and sponging up some blood. So yes. again, we would really like to know what has happened here and uh, thus far your answers have been dare I say evasive I think a better term would be cryptic but fine (laughs) Carahel priests everybody (laughs) you say I say cryptic (laughs) he points to the grammar police badge on his side like I said I I, I was going to be a scribe but I never made it my name is Roger (laughs) Does he actually appear injured, or is he just adorned in... Make a medicine roll 10. Crazy. That's what I do. <laughs> what, do you have, a, like, a plus 9 or something? No, but I, I really should have assurance. Just assurance. It's like it. a yeah. plus 7, but anyway. Please uh, fail this right now. Yeah, 17. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yes, you see that there is a wound upon his head. You can see uh, he has uh, caked in blood in areas. He's tried to clean himself off, and you believe healed himself as well. That's why the wound isn't quite there. It's just the remnants of what, what the, the blood and damage. So you wouldn't need any. No. There was a break-in. A robbery. Squish, squish, my own blood. Much of this information is, uh, this knowledge is available to all who would come through the door. Why would someone want to rob? Did they take something specific? 
Uh, I think so. I, I think they failed. I think they succeeded and they failed. My head's still hurting. Now that was cryptic. <laughs> Actually, I'd say it's more... Obtuse. <laughs> uh, but I, I think you've got it wrong, Acolytes. This this small place here, we, uh, uh, we're... I am more of a repository. People don't come here to to read. I used to do classes some time ago, but I don't even do that anymore. This is this is a, a separate place from other temples. Books are brought here from time to time. Um, I move them out to other places, but uh, this is not much of a library. But as you see, there are books and someone came in particularly looking for things and i told him no and surprise surprise i'm now the wearer of some good welt on his head and a florida scrub if you don't mind me asking what were they looking for exactly some fellow came in some uh robed type introduced himself as gasmore i'd never seen him before he said he was new in town he started off nicely, uh, asking to see what was available. I gave him the same story I, I just told you. This is not a, a library, and uh, certainly if it was, it would might be for you, but not to the public. I just don't have the time. He didn't seem keen on that. He said there was something about uh, scrolls that I purchased uh, from someone. He was not wrong. Uh, but they were wizardly scrolls as far as I was concerned, and I was just going to send them back to Edlin home, to the temple there. He wanted to see those, borrow those, offered to buy. I told him no. And uh, then he had this big brutish fellow come in, and they tried to intimidate me. I still know a bit of magic and seem to... Uh, get them back out the door not without him taunting secret areas here within uh, this temple that he wanted even more access to which he did not get access to but then last night there's a commotion and I'm on the floor and it was the same brute have you checked the scrolls they were after he said they took them all Four or five of them. Wizardly incantations. Hands of things. Mouths of things. You know, wizards. <laughs> and this rogue was Gazmore? Yes. Was he a human? He was human. Um, seemed charming until he wasn't. And the other brutish fellow? Another human? No. He was... Uh... Uh, like a half-orc brutish guy. Mm. Didn't happen to catch his name, did you? I don't recall. Lobber, I think. Lobber? Yeah. Mm. I see. Well, I ran, we ran into that fellow Popper earlier. Perhaps we pay him another visit. Find him. There's a lot of movement in town. I believe our... probably won't be for long. 
believe our good friend uh, Galen could potentially track him down. Potentially. Well. Is there anything you need here? No. And uh, since you will bring no books or no orders from the church, I assume you want some time to yourself. Here. And he uh, steps out and uh, heads to another quieter part and gives you some time to pray in this very cramped spot with the idol of your goddess. And as you do so, you two uh, clergy types gain an additional hero point, please. You. Oh. Nice. And what would... Um... Praying even more do? Good question. <laughs> No. Can I pray even harder? It takes away hero points in this point. <laughs> I pray super hard. Um, uh, the tithing to Karahel, would I just leave, you know, a coin on the pedestal there? Or would yeah. there be, yeah. All right. So I will leave one of the two gold that I received earlier. All right. That goes a long way here with this small place. Um, to Karahel. Did I say you got one hero point? Mm-hmm. Then that's right. All right. <laughs> now you what get would two gold do. <laughs> uh, yes. Supporting the. Supporting or one-upping? <laughs> <laughs> clink, clink. I, I just, <laughs> I leave it just, just, one, just one gold. All right. Exactly. <laughs> It's not the color, it's the amount. <laughs> Everyone knows that. Mine has more letters in its name. Just springing copper all over the place. Uh, all right. Meanwhile, uh, out in the uh, city streets, roaming uh, narrow area to narrow area, more in the northwestern section of Tavernry, uh, passing by a couple thieves and actually avoiding a couple streets to not get into trouble. You finally pass by an alleyway, Galen and Hemlock. I think it was just you two that were doing that. Uh, you pass by an alleyway and there you see uh, Galen, the unmistakable lump of Limble, uh, a sickly little fellow who is currently curled up with a cloak around him amongst some trash. Hey, Hemlock. Head to the other side of this alley and let's make sure this little dude can't scamper away. Huh? I'm gonna have a conversation with him. Okay. And uh, Hemlock heads uh, heads heads further off with okay. uh, his his uh, ready ready to, to pull his pistol if needed. Okay. All right. Just gonna start approaching. He doesn't see. You. He's asleep. Limbo, limbo, limbo. The limpet. What? 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 Wake up. He wakes up and immediately pulls out a hey, dagger. We're not here to rattle your cage, oh, Just wanna, just wanna ask some questions. It's you. Yeah, yeah, it's me. It's Galen. Chill. It's Don't you right. owe me money? Do I owe you money, Limble? You're lucky I don't take you in. You only, you're only useful to me because you give me information about the city. It's too early for the for you. <laughs> Here, have have a have a bite of bread, and I pull something out of the satchel from Cookie earlier, and I hand it to him. All right, have a bite of bread. Let's all sit down and relax, and just want to find out what's going on in the town. It's been a while since we chatted. He takes the bread, sniffs it, looks at you warily. Takes a bite, looks at you warily. Big smile, <laughs> big smile. Says, "Why are you being so nice to me? You're never like this." 
Uh, I'm hoping you can help us out, Limbo. We, we want to ask you about some things that are going on around town. I know you got your ear to the ground. And what are you looking about? There's a couple of things we're interested in. What do you know about what's going on on the river with the uh, the barges? Uh, I hear that for some reason naked gun with the twenty dollar bill oh, yeah, going yeah, back yeah. and forth. <laughs> that scene is coming right into my mind. I got cost you. He says, "I've i I'm hearing that." Uh, there's uh, some group, I, and I don't know who, so don't bother asking, but some group's uh, thinking about... Christopher Stout, you're making me uh, grin. Uh, some group's thinking about uh, uh, coming into Tabernary and, 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 and causing trouble for the, the, the toadies. Um, they're th- they've, they've been doing uh, uh, overland uh, uh, wagons, carts, horses, and um, They've been uh, trying to uh, maybe push the push the toadies out is what uh, the the half elves are saying on the river. You think they're just running an end around on the barge traffic, or by going over land, or are they going to try to take over the barge traffic? Uh, it's hard to tell. The, those half elves on the river they get uh, pretty twitchy pretty fast. I don't know if it's truth or uh, they're just responding badly. Anything else might be helpful. Anything you know else about this? Mm, this bread got eaten fast. There'll be something in it for you, but I want the information first, Limbal. You know how this works. Um, I've heard that sometime in the next couple weeks, the Toadies are bringing in some faraway friends, and they're going to kind of reinforce their ranks. They've got their barges tied out at times out in the middle of the, the, the river in the bay. And I've seen a couple more uh, barges and that place just getting a little bit bigger. So if I were you, I'd stay away from the docks for the next month. If we wanted to make uh, contact with the Toadies, Limbo, you know a name? I don't know a name, but you just go out to the docks and find the first half-elf you see standing next to a barge. They'll cut you a deal for whatever goods you need to get moved. All right. You're doing good, Limbo. Thank you. Just hang in there. I got one more question for you. What can you tell me about Gasmore and Popper? And don't tell me you haven't heard these names. I know you got your ear to the ground. Tell me what's going on. He says, I don't know no Popper. But you know Gasmore. I've heard the name Gaz, yeah. What do you know? He's some new guy that just came into town a couple days ago. He's been uh, looking for uh, magic. Just looking for magic, like you do in Tabin, right? <laughs> Looking for magic in all the wrong places. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've been here, and he's been looking for, uh, looking for buying access to magic. I don't know anything about magic. I don't want to deal with magic. I don't like your magic. I stay clear <laughs> of that stuff. Mm. Now, where's my bread? I got I got something more than bread for you here, Limbo. But I want to know where mm. I can find Gasmore. Where he, where does he hang out? I don't know. He's new in town. I don't know where he hangs out. Check a tavern. You heard nothing about where Gasmore and his big orc brute enforcer might be hanging around. No. Step in here, Limbo. Little man. I think you're lying. And puts a silver on the ground next to him. 
Where can we find this half-orc? Make a diplomacy roll. Plus two, please. You gave a silver? Silver goes a long way. Mm -hmm. Plus two. Uh, 17? With a 17. He says, Go ask Kohler. Why are you looking up in the sky, Seth? Because it's a familiar name. It, it sure is. Kind is. Of, it is quite kind of, ring a bell. It's kind of, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Holy rings a bell. It says, uh, he's, uh, he's been, uh, talking about making some score and, and ripping off, uh, some, uh, wizard and thave, uh, last month. He might be able to know who's selling, uh, stuff around here. Is Kohler a local? Um, you know of him. He's worse than Toady and in the exact same line of work of being a horrible human being. Mm, okay. And you have a rough, approximate area of where to find him. It might take you an hour or two. All right. I'll throw another uh, silver on top of the one Hemlock laid down. Thank you, Limbo. Always lovely having a chat with you. Stay warm. Thanks. If you make this easier for us next time, you might earn more. Don't be... Don't be... Don't make it difficult for us. And we won't make it difficult for you. Pat him on the head. Okay. Walk away. <laughs> All right. He puts his hood over his head and goes back to resting and gnawing on the bread. Uh, what would you guys like to do? All do. I'm telling you, every time they go out without us, they just start throwing coins away. They just give silver to this person. They stack it up. The other two go into a temples and they drop coins everywhere. It's why we have to always keep going out. If they knew how to save things like we do and hoard them in the proper spaces. Uh, we're broke we're again, again, boys. It's time to find some more work. All right. Well. <laughs> Really? <laughs> I'm so sucked. <laughs> I'm going to finish my drink. I'm going to go walk up to the stage that no one plays on. Mm. I'm going to go set my empty mug down on the front of it, and there's some chairs stacked up on it. Yeah. I'm going to go perch myself up on stacked chairs and get out my ukulele, and I'm going to play a song about my two friends and, and, and the wonders that they did. All right. Um, so Go of, ahead, I guess. <laughs> so just, just, just about how wonderful they were. Does it go a little something like anything? Oh, I, I it does. As a matter of fact, because <laughs> I worked on it here, it's uh, it goes a little something. Like, it's still rough, mind you, because it was just today. So sure, yeah. A, not too much of a crowd. <laughs> the sake of old tabernary. A hero for all here to see. He dashes in and he dashes out faster than goblins can flee. Oh, the seekers of idols, they're bold. Both heroes like great songs of old. Make goblins to mist. More goblins were pissed. They escaped, then they doubled their gold. A gunman of much famed renown. Feared in every port town, a pirate at heart, he blows them apart, he mows wogs and goblins down. Oh, the seekers of idols, they're bold, both heroes like great songs of old. Made goblins to mist, more goblins were pissed, they escaped, then they doubled their gold. Oh, nice! Is far more claps than you get in, in the bar. Right 
Yeah. yeah that's a song. <laughs> <laughs> you you deserve all the praise that you can get. You were you were the hero. Okay. On that bridge. Uh, that, no, the way that you tossed Hemlock off that bridge. Sure, that's and, not. And saved his weapon. Kinda. And the way that you just made like stuff fly and things die. Well, I did do that, yeah. But you don't have to sing about like everything, right? Right? Like we we just do things together. And in Hemlock, he was the one that did a lot of the killing. That's just, I, the mist thing was for him. Sure. Yeah. No, it was good. It was good. Yeah. I just you don't have to sing about everything. I do, right? Like it, sometimes we can just kind of keep it, yeah, you know, between us. Oh, I didn't do the zippy out, zippy back that thing. Yeah, it could. Oh, the ground thing. Yeah, you know, don't need too much detail. Got to keep yeah. the art. No, that keeps your secret. <laughs> I got. I don't want to like like your secrets gotta stay like your. You know, you want people to know what's coming. Right. Yeah. It, it, it's good. I and I didn't mention that you threw your friend off a bridge. Thank you. That seemed like that might have been misconstrued somehow. Although it was awesome. I was there. And you yes. hit the potatoes. He did. It's good. Uh, about money. I'm not paying you. <laughs> <laughs> so we should get others. No, this was my gift to you. No, I thank you. It's, it's good. But I spent time talking to you. Regaling <laughs> <laughs> him with my story. I was not expecting any type of recompense from you at all. For this. At all? Not even no. a little? Because you had your coin in your cup. I was <laughs> hoping someone out there might. It's a thing. It's. It, I mean, out there is Galen. That's, that's... And you were shaking it at him. <laughs> no, there's... There's, Here, there's... Here's the silver. <laughs> there's the drunk humans over there. And there's the... The dwarf couple that are kissing. Yeah, they they work here. That's their this is their job. It's fine. You no, did good. You know, people always paid my mom and dad when they sang. They probably sang with more people around. You should do that too. It doesn't always have to be pegs. Well, it was the first draft of a song. I wasn't really. I mean, hadn't even rehearsed it. It was the first time I sang. And it was a song. You, you <laughs> did it. Let's. Stop talking about it now. <laughs> I felt, I felt really good. Critic, I felt really good about that song until you talked. We need a giant shepherd's crook so to he. be able to pull, <laughs> pull you off. Either one of you off the stage. Uh, all right. What else would you guys like to do as we're heading towards, I believe, dinner time was a, was a destination for the day. Well, we're all meeting back. In my place for supper, right? Yeah, that's the that's the thing. Um, and it's it's evening, or do it we have a little be. bit of time before that? Sure, yeah, whatever you well, like to I, do. I, if we know where Kohler is, I'd love to scout him out. Find oh, find. All right, no, not make contact, but just get an idea, get eyes on. Okay, make a society roll for determining uh, how much time and asking, looking around, because you don't know exactly where he is, and this is going to be a kind of a little challenging at a seventeen. Oof! Why are we looking for this Kohler? That is a 19. Oh, yeah. Um, and you find him quickly, but I don't think you're there. I think it's just you and Hemlock still. Yeah, yeah. just him and Hemlock. We're going to hold off on that. Uh, all right. You were able to find him right quick. Uh, he is a... Where do I have him at? He is a um, uh, gnomish fellow who looks 
like he's got a mish, mishmash of down on his lock, downtrodden clothes with some nice apparel as well, like really fancy shoes and a fancy hat, but rags and torn stuff elsewhere, a torn satchel with some really fine looking silks coming out of a hole inside of it, uh, that kind of a thing. He is right now uh, uh, with his feet off of, there's like a canal of a river that cuts through uh, the town, one section of the town, and it's a drop of maybe 20 feet down. There's some small little docks for a couple boats, and every so often there's room for one boat to go by. And he's just sitting on this uh, a stone edge of it with his legs dangling off uh, as you guys are approaching. What do you think, Hemlock? I think it may not be uh, the smartest, just the two of us approaching him. We might want to wait until we're all together. What's his deal? A finery in the rags, sitting on a bridge, dangling his feet off. Doesn't look very threatening. Well, in my uh, history, some of the worst people I've come across don't look very threatening. Mm. You think we should uh, just watch him and see where he goes? <laughs> yeah. Uh, tell him? I don't think we should approach him uh, alone. All right. Let's just see where he uh, where he goes mm. off to. Where's his little hidey hole? All right. Uh, what is your stealth score, the two of you? Your stealth modifier. Plus seven. Plus four. Okay. Thank you. Because that's a good thing. I'm not there. <laughs> Done. Okay. Uh, you guys follow him for a little bit. He uh, goes to a small little uh, tavern and comes out with some tankard and some sort of jerky that he eats that you're not sure what animal it comes from. You can smell it from your hiding spot off and far off in the distance. Uh, he goes to a different, more secretive alley and pees. Uh, he then returns back to that tavern and gets another drink. Then he goes to that alley again and pees. Then he goes back to the canal area and sits there for a while and whistles a song. Then he goes back to the tavern. Is this guy fucking and- with us? <laughs> Either that or your little friend uh, told us a little lie. No, we can deal with Limbo later. And peas. <laughs> not getting I much think, out of uh, this, it's not going to be hard to find this little gnome in the future. We should uh, we should head back and. Yeah. Uh, I could yeah, I could use some uh some uh, cookie food some right now. Cooking. Yeah. Alright. Let's head on back. Okay, you guys head on back. Uh all six of you are gathered uh at the home of uh Galen the Geists. Uh Galen and Amaril, their house is just above their narrow shop. It's not a big place at all, but it is quaint and homey. There is barely enough room for the lot of you. Um but uh, the bunch of chairs are brought in. You're all smushed in around this table that's maybe built for three or four people, but the six of you are there. And um, Amaril is uh, working with Galen to help cook some dinner, and she, of course, has the freshest of food available since she sells it downstairs. Um, And she says, well, I'm definitely surprised. Normally, when you say you're gonna be back for dinner, you're gone for like a week. Wow, yeah, that could be true, but uh, you know, I just wanted to hang out with our friends here, you know, give them a good home-cooked meal, and I told you we'd be back safe and sound today, didn't I? You did? Well, I've got some fresh corn and some chicken uh, with a new sauce, and we'll see if it works. It's something new. Let's make a big stew. That sounds great. Did you mention the goblin? 
And she uh, helps get dinner prepared, uh, has you bring it on in, and you guys are gathered around your dinner table. What would you like to discuss or do? Shoot, Cookie. This is so good. This is better than normal. And, like, that's high praise. Because normally, it's great. Oh, Today, thank you. Today, it's fantastic. Thank you. She's beaming with pride. Do you still have any of the peppers? This is a little, I'm not going to say bland, because that's something that Jericho would say. But if you have peppers, I would like some. Uh, I'll, I'll see what I can do. Do you have a pepper sauce? Like a squished pepper or anything that has any sort of spice at all? Anyone else let me know any special orders for this home-cooked meal? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I think on a scale of 110, this was like a 12.7. Oh, thank you. Yeah, so kind. So good. This might be the best meal I've ever eaten. I've never Jericho, had a you're welcome scale at my table anytime, Jericho. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Thank you, Mrs. Gast. Uh, gentlemen, we've got a couple of leads. Uh, ran into an informant today. Uh, we know how we can make contact with the toadies out on the barges. Um, the ones that Ash spoke about. Uh, we, That's are we, right. Are we shipping grains? Well, just in case we want to get a sense of what's shaking with the rumbling down there on the river. With sounds like there could be a lot of factions moving into this town. You know, part of my job here is protecting this place. I'd like to know a little bit more about what's going on. But we also got uh, got a little bit of information about a, a, a what was his name? A Gaz 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 Gazman Gazmar something like that. Uh, looking to find some magical implements. Yeah, we. Uh, that's that's weird that you would ask about. Uh, you would know about that. We. Uh, um, uh, Agiri and I ran into our um, the priest Orion at the uh, temple. I'd run into some trouble by him. Looking looking for some scrolls. Apparently, stole something from the temple. No kidding. They yeah. From the temple? They did. Who's they? Uh, it's our friend Popper, apparently. Who's Popper? Uh, and uh, this Gazmore character. Mm. You want to pull them in on your run-in with Popper earlier today? Yeah, I just uh, happened to literally bump into him on the street, and he was a little aggressive, and Galen there... Uh, uh, broke the tension and, and and extricated us from the situation uh, uh, peaceably. Was Gazmore with him? Uh, I believe him? it was probably the other character with him was probably Gazmore. He seemed to be in charge, but you can't really say for certain. Watch. There's a night watch around here? Yeah, he's part of it. Oh, he knew that. You do that. I thought that was city guard. Polishing my badge. I thought that was city guard. I thought you were militia. <laughs> Are you going to finish that bland food? Dash. <laughs> Dash. First of all, it's not bland. And so you eat very well. Very well mannered. If Cookie spent a lot of time making us dinner. No, she did. And it's 
it's lovely that she did that. But if it were Thavian, it could have Maybe a little bit of can, extra red. What we'll do is we'll buy you a little pouch of peppers. Because I don't, I don't like it so spicy. You like a it pouch very... of pickled peppers? Peppers. <laughs> you, you can like just sprinkle a little bit on uh, your own food. Feel like you're teasing me, but all right. No, 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 no. I'm like, sure. If I'm I could sure have a pouch and, of pickled peppers, Cookie could I... help you out with that. I'm sure we could help. By the how much food? I, I just, I've never seen that much food go into something that small. How, how much can you? Like, is it? Are you swallowing, or is it? What, what's happening? Yes, eventually I swallow. I, I, I can store food for you know thirty days, thereabouts. But I just eat as I need to. Like in then, a backpack, or no? I, well, this is my sandwich from last week. Well, this is oh, my that's plans. A good that smells terrible. Well, I, so why would you lock. do that? This is all. Oh, this is the corn Steals that I just had. It's pre-digested. You just need to hang on to it and store it. Oh, you just store it. I just hang on to it Sometimes in case. you don't know what your next meal is coming. So Dash always does. It's going to be winter it's, sometimes. It's, it's almost always The problem is does he now share we do with you? Too. Oh, my word. Anyways. Very intriguing. I mean, not all of us have a brochure for a while. You gave me a sandwich last week. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come from? What, was it moist? First in, first out. <laughs> it was a little soggy, if I'm being totally honest, but I wanted to be the polite. The Yosoki that cares is the Yosoki that shares. That's the rules. <laughs> uh, I feel sick. You're not, you're not going to finish that? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not now. We're learning so much about the Yosoki culture tonight. <laughs> the toadies have some cousins coming in from the old country. <laughs> They're going to be here in a few weeks. Not sure, but sounds like there could be a lot of trouble down on the docks. So it's worth asking the important question, how much are we going to get paid? No idea until we talk to some people, but there, if there's a war or a battle even that happens, there's bound to be some coin in it for us somewhere. We're talking about a war between barge There's some shipping Whoa, whoa, whoa. Barge people is offensive. To who? They prefer the term river folk. That's Canada. You better write that down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, no worries. It's fine. We all make mistakes. <laughs> you don't just, need to be so insulted. You just can be wrong sometimes. From it. Or toadies. You just be safe and call them toadies. Yeah, toadies is fine. Everybody loves toadies. The most racist-sounding word is the yeah. fine one. <laughs> Not the accepted one, by the way. Uh, do you think the temple would be interested in throwing a little coin our way for sorting out Whoa. their problem with... Uh, somebody's ripping off temples. Um, I think we got to look into that either way. Uh, there's an... I believe a obligation on my part to seek answers to this and uh, not coin. That's great. I love your obligation. That's um, for the rest of the I'm also curious if uh, I can get compensated. I will s- see that you're very minorly compensated for any assistance. I'll take it. There's always compensation on anything we loot as well so yeah. 
You don't like that so much. Well, it's it's. I just gotta. I gotta walk a fine line here. You understand? Yes. Well, let me put this on the table then. It's not just an exchange of coin that you would be worried about. You were dealing in the powers of Karahel, knowledge, and healing, both of which we all need constantly. So you could take Is that a threat? <laughs> Say it if you, you want to get coin. healed. You better, you better get on board. In your belly. <laughs> but knowledge and healing will keep us for quite some time. Well, and apparently Dash has all the food we need. So, uh, yes, point what, taken. You Thank you. Out of his mouth? <laughs> it's going to be overspiced and over <laughs> concentrated with goo. Um, but we do have a good lead. Dash's uh, little friend uh, did give us a good lead on uh, potential burglars yeah. of the temple. We, we found, uh, we got a name of uh, Kohler. Does that ring any bells with anybody? Nope. Well, we failed him a little bit. He's just a little little gnome that uh, likes to watch the water and drink. Pee in alleys. And has, yeah, has diabetes. <laughs> uh, so maybe we can, tomorrow we can go find this little little one and see what he knows about your friend Popper. Yeah, right now he's the only link we've got to Gazmar and Popper, so, so I think that's where we start. That sounds like a plan. Okay. You guys uh, rest for the night. You don't sleep in the house here. That I know. Um, so you have different places in some areas. Oh, it's getting late. Oh, <laughs> you probably, uh, yeah. uh, we got it. We got it, Galen. <laughs> and a couple of you who don't have uh, mortal permanent residence here, I guess, are uh, at an inn somewhere not too far away. It is the next day. You guys are headed where? Um, I think we're going to head back to that tavern in the dock that we saw Polar okay. at. Uh, you do so. You see him inside <coughs> the tavern, and he is uh, harassing a middle-aged human woman uh, with bundles of silk, two different types of silk that he's pulling out of his nasty little satchel and trying to sell them to her. No, no, this is good. This is good. Give it to you at a great price. And she's, no, leave me alone. I just wanted to eat. That's some interesting looking silk there, friend. Can I take a look at that, please? He turns over and says, see, you're missing out. And it comes over and says, yeah, yeah, for you, of course. And he says, this is the finest, finest silk you ever see. I've got it in, uh, I've got it in burgundy and kind of a uh, ivory color. Wow, that's you know, this is really fine. So, where, where do you source this from? Uh, my sources are my own. Uh, like, is this import? I, I want to know what I'm buying. I mean, only you know, the finest imported silk. You're buying the best. Now you can have uh, a good sheet of this. You for a silver. You can have half the roll for a gold, or you can have both rolls for three gold. It's mm. a little, it's a little spendy. I'll tell you what. What if, uh, what if I give you two silver for the sheet, but you throw in uh, a little information for me? 
He gets close and seems interested and says, all right, let's see the two silver. Put it on the table, but put my hand over it. All right. I want to know where we can find a couple of gentlemen by the name of Gasmore and Popper. He says, I know Gasmore. And I hate him. Yeah? Why? He's he's an ass. (laughs) But I need you to be a little more specific here. Great ass! (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Gotta squeeze some Pacino in there. Sounds like you might like him. (laughs) I used to have two great asses. (laughs) (laughs) But I lost him. He says he uh, uh, he he uh, screwed me over not not so long ago. Said he heard about me and I barely kn- knew his name. And then uh, he said uh, we've done some business before. Uh, he's got some sketchy little place uh, somewhere out of town. And then he said uh, he heard that I'd come into some stuff. And then uh, when I told him I didn't have it, then he sends his big thug on me. Mm, what kind of stuff? Oh, he hit me and no. uh, kicked me. What kind of stuff did you have that he wanted? Dignity. I had safety, the right to safety, and they took it from me. Well, I'll tell you what. Look, I'm with the city guard. I can help protect you. I need a little information about Gasmore. Where Where am I going to find this guy? Ah... Uh. He's got big friends, and I get the feeling he's not uh, against uh, magic, and I don't want to be dealing with that. I start telling the city guard, and it comes back to me, and then I'm getting more than just a beating. He came to me. He said he wanted my stuff. I said I didn't have it. Now I'm beating. I'll just take my two silver if if I thank you very much. Kohler, is it right? Kohler? I don't remember telling you my name. No, you sure didn't, which means I know more about you than you do about me. Oh. I need to know where Gasmore is. Make an intimidation roll 12. I'm going to stop rolling in this damn thing. Uh, That's a 10. 10, okay. Still got a hero point? You're right, I do. I mean, it's, it's... Burn it. Not to say it's late at night, but, you know. Uh, that is a 14. With a 14. He says, uh, yeah, he said if I could get any more of these scrolls for his little summoning trick he's got going on, that I should I should take it straight to his, his place. And uh, I've never been there, but he told me about it. It's in the White Hills. You know roughly where it's at. That's not too far outside of town. But that's more than two silver, right? No. It's two silver and that bolt of cloth there. He says, oh, now you're you're screwing me over. No, I think it's a fair exchange. Do you want the two silver or not? He takes it and gives you a bit of the a sheet of the uh, silk. No, you guard her all the same. Have a good day, Cola. Yeah. And he goes right back to the lady to harass her. See, even fine city guards love my materials. (laughs) Guys, where are we headed? You want to go check this out? Yeah. Sounds pretty reliable. We need to track these down. 
I'm game. I got nothing better to be doing. As we uh, walk out, Dash just wants to make a quick check just to make sure that we weren't being watched talking to Kohler. Uh, this, this is very, very easy to do a double pop. Interesting. Uh, what is your perception? Uh, three. Three. All right. You do not notice anything out of the ordinary. Cool. I feel confident in that. Yes. <laughs> How far out is are the White Hills? Couple hours. Like couple hours. hours. Okay. Ooh, that's a it's a walk. We're walking across, or is it outside of town? It's outside of town. Yes. I heard that part. Okay, it's a walk and that's outside of town. It'd be a big city if it was a couple hours away inside this city. Then we should walk outside of town. We should. What's it cost to rent a couple of horses? Um, jeez, I'm gonna say two gold a day per horse. Ooh. We're walking, walking We're away. Walking. <laughs> All right, I'm walking. It's only a couple hours. That should kill us if we spent that gold. <laughs> I almost got really upset about the two silver for a piece of friggin' silk. You could have just taken on your own. <laughs> yeah, but we got information. All right, you guys head out towards the White Hills. Um, it's quite an expansive area as you leave the city of Tabernary behind, out past the tents, out past the fields, and uh, make your way out across the plains for an hour, hour and a half. Then make your way past some forested, lightly forested hills. Following a path here, losing it, gaining another path here. I need... Uh, the top three people with survival to make survival rolls 15, please. That's plus three. Three. Not it. Three, three, Are zero. trains able to roll? Yeah. 21. Anybody? So if we got a three and a three, anybody else higher than 19. a zero? Two successes? I think it's the three of you. Christopher, I believe. <laughs> Okay, with no delay, you guys are able to find uh, a path that holds true and seems to be taking the general direction. You know you're going to have to be searching around these hills and what is might take a day or two to start circling. Um, you're cutting a much clearer path around these hills. Uh, the air these are clearly half-orc tracks. <laughs> the air is clean. It smells like a beautiful... Uh, I don't know, potpourri uh, of, a, of a landscape. Uh, however, as you are wandering on the hills without additional information, you've received no warning of the dangers that lurk out here. And as you are wandering around, there are some local creatures that are following you. They are watching you closely, hiding behind the trees, a la Jawa style. Um, and as you get close, do we notice this. You do not. Okay. As you get close and move between their ambush, they let loose these kobolds who wander one section of these hills. They lash out and fire, I believe, with bows. Double checking. Um, s correction. Slings. Sling stones come firing your way. I need every. No, we'll take whoever has the two. We'll do the two clergy guys. Just do two clergy. Uh, make perception rolls, please. 22. Man, you're rolling great. Yeah, I rolled a 19, uh, 19 plus. I only have a three perception, but. 22. Oh, wow. Well, what? 22, 22. You guys are able to 
Call out an alarm when you guys immediately see the attacks before they begin. Come on! And they do not get any bonus or sneak attack on you, and we have a full-on combat straight out with natural initiative rolled for everybody. Oh, good rolls. Uh, what we have is a grass field with some trees around here. You can see, I'll, I'll ping on the map, uh, we've got some trees to the left and right. Just be aware that's going to be a cover, standard cover. You can move through it, though, uh, without any interruption. There's difficult terrain of the uh, brown mud uh, in some of the areas. You see there are some kobolds. There are four of them, and we are rolling initiative. I believe this is our first official Yeah, it is. Of the campaign. And here we go. And, of course, it does uh, not want to work correctly. Here we go. Off. We'll rebuild. And do it again. I feel it. Good, because we can't see it. Perfect. <laughs> and I'm reloading, and here we go. Our first <laughs> delayed initiative of the campaign is loading at 100 percent there we go difficulties. and now rolling it works just great and hemlock is up first oh man right off the bat so we're okay there's a goblin over to my left i'm gonna uh um these are kobolds kobolds that's what i meant to the right are two um uh kobold uh warriors they've got their slings and to the left are kobold scouts they seem much more uh much more dangerous and wiry the Perfect. scouts too the scouts on the west side west and northwest i'm gonna uh slink into that bush a little bit to get some extra cover and like kind of do a hunker hunker Hunka hunka hunker action. Okay, so that'd be two actions: move and then take cover. Perfect. All right, you have greater cover. Goblin to like slight northwest. This one. Oh, the guy, the kobold. Uh, that one. Okay. Uh, gonna gonna take aim at. Uh, with a nineteen to hit. Nineteen to hit has got to be a hit. That is a hit. You've hit the scout. Three points of piercing damage. All right. Fuck. Uh, he is wounded, and you are done. Next up um, is... Technically, uh, I would have used uh, my oh, free draw step. and my step. You get a bonus so step. I have a bonus action, and I will just reload. Reload. Okay. Good catch. Uh, our dash elementalist, uh, kineticist. Okay. Uh... First things first, uh, pull the hands together, throw the bracelet apart as I activate my kinetic aura. Then I'm going to run towards, I'm looking around the the area to see what it is. I, I'm looking towards a kobold up to my east. And I'm gonna head uh, right over to him. And then I'm gonna swing at him using the kinetic lesson I had and just, just throw up. A, How close are you getting? Uh, within five feet. Within yeah. five feet. So, uh, and how many actions does it take to begin your elemental aura? That's one action. And then moving there was two. Oh, oh, I need to be within one action of him. Can I, can I back up to be just one action distance? Oh, look at that. Yeah, nice. Perfect. And then I will, uh, instead of uppercutting him with the fist, I'm going to just throw a rock right at his brain. All right. Just at his brain in particular. Whipping it specifically. And Not his head, his brain. <laughs> 
It's it's a nine. Okay, and the kineticist is off with a miss. You hit him square on with a dirt clod, uh, and that's all that happens apart. there. <laughs> um, oh. All right, next up is uh, our that very guy uh, is up, and he was slinging a stone at you, and he is going to fire twice uh, with his sling, and that is a fifteen to hit you. Oh, Dash, uh, miss. And a six to hit you. Miss. Uh, then he takes cover um, uh, further behind the uh, uh, the bush there. So he has plus four to his armor class. Uh, his buddy is going to shoot from there at your champion, the first person he can see. But there's some uh, blockage in the way. Add two to your armor class, champion. Two stones come your way. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is a... Ooh, 19 to hit. That will miss. Oh, it hits the trees instead. A 15 to hit. And then he is going to go around the bush and try and get around to the juicier members of the party, but not quite get there. Uh, We have the Agiri, our cleric. You're in the middle, and there's one guy charging right at you. Uh, I need to get away and take cover, uh, preferably behind the champion. Champion's gonna be moving. <laughs> you gotta announce that. <laughs> Just as I think, no, I'm I, not gonna stand right here. Will I? Uh, can I get to cover from somewhere there? Yeah. No, it's a second action to get there. You could get to a closer bush, maybe. From where you were, you could get to the bush right beside the cobalt. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, sure. We'll You're both hiding from each other. So that's still the one action. I will, beep, 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 yeah, I will take cover there. Okay, that's two actions. I will shield. Wow. Super duper defensive. Um, it is uh, our bard's turn. Who is your prompting um, of juices? This is going to be uh, uh, slightly uh, Well, first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to burn a focus point. I'm going to uh, uh, fire up my lingering composition. At a flourish to uh, my next action. So I need to, again, roll my uh, charisma to try to throw a lingering composition to all of my people and then a courageous anthem to say, Y'all got this fight, these kobolds. Uh, 15 is your target. Um, nope, nope, it's not going to happen. Um, it's going to be, oh, what's my plus? I rolled a three and I got a plus on this. So it just doesn't linger? It still goes off? Or? Well, unless I, like, super fail. A failure. It lasts just one round, but he doesn't spend the focus point, so he can try that again yeah. another time. All right, so it's just going to last for one, y'all. So we're just going to have it for one. Okay. What's that happen again? When, when you um, that? So y'all get uh, plus one to your attack rolls, damage rolls, and saves versus fear. That is... Um, going to be uh, action number one. Uh, and, is, uh, and hold on, that is massive to anyone who's huge. into yeah, Pathfinder. Uh, any plus is huge, and he just did that, I believe, to every single party member is uh-huh. plus one to attacks and damage uh-huh. rolls. This is going to be a, a little strange uh, question, just a smidge. What is the distance between the cobalt that's right next to me and the cobalt that's almost directly due west from him? What is the range between the two of them? The two kobolds. The two kobolds. I know that's a weird question. Yeah, those two. Excellent. I'm going to go tuck into the bush right next to my friend who is uh, to the west of me, but right on the far side of him. 
Uh, so to my left, I'm going to dash aft the road to my left, right over to that shrubbery. Not one step. No, the other way. One step back into those shrubs. Right, right, right about there, yeah. And then from there, I am going to uh, cast a cantrip. Oh, I know what you're up to. Yes, I am. I am firing feet. electricity and electric arc, which hopefully I am within 30 feet of both of you those guys. You are indeed. Uh, so this is a reflex save from both of them. They need a 17 reflex save. 17 as on I, the right. As I pull apart and throw electricity at both of them. Not to rain on that parade, but you did your song and then you moved. My song does not take an action. It oh, takes beautiful. A focus. All right. Ben, uh, no. I believe. No. Un under action, it just says F. It does not say one of anything. Uh, this was, that's a good, I think. This may be honest. This was, Sorry. What was the name of it? Lingering Composition. Uh, it is a one action uh, can uh, cantrip. Should have an action symbol next Courageous to it. Anthem or Lingering Composition? Not Lingering. The Courageous Anthem is one, yes. Yes, and that's what you you sunk. Correct. The light's on. So Correct. that's one, then you moved. And that's one. And now you're casting a oh, two Oh, the electric guard is two, right. I cannot yeah. do that. Then I will hunker. Sorry. Hunker down. I will hunker down. Okay. Myself. Thank you for clarifying. Good catch. Um, Good catch. Next up are the... I just the, don't want them all to be dead before my turn. Are sure. the scouts. I don't, I don't want that either. <laughs> there is a scout who is going to do a run straight at the closest guy he can find, which is Galen. He comes running straight at you and swings his shorts up. And swings with a 25 to hit. That will hit. Draws blood for four points of actually piercing points of damage, stabbing you. Uh, his bunny is going to do the same thing. And he only makes, needs one action to run through the bush, ignoring the cover with his melee attack and attacking the bard. Bring it. Not once, but twice. Here he brings. Uh, piercing twice with his short sword with a... 21 to hit you? Yes. And a 22 to hit you. Those both hit. <sighs> I'm fine. Wait till I tell you the damage. A four piercing and three piercing. That would be seven piercing. Okay. Um, and that's about half your life, I'm guessing? Uh, plus or minus. All right. Uh, last up is our champion. Still of in the middle of the road. I'm always last for some reason. Uh, um, he can't be last. How far am I? Why can't he be last? Because I haven't gone. Oh, man. How have you not on? Oh, let's get you on here. Oh, we skipped you entirely. Go ahead. <laughs> Where was I in the order? I don't know. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, so is it is it an action to draw my sword and another action to draw my implement? Uh, let's assume those are both out as you're going through dangerous territory. Brilliant. Okay. This is going to be a little fun. Um, so... First thing I'll do is my uh, exploit vulnerability on the kobold in front of me by flashing my mirror and gaining some insight into its being. All right. 15 is your target number. That is a 24. Okay. You have uh, gained access to all of his weaknesses and resistances he has no weaknesses no resistances no immunities whatsoever he's a typical kobold okay so what do i know about kobolds do they have any natural predators or anything like that um adventurers yeah. adventurers <laughs> yeah adventurers uh, uh uh caravan guards okay uh i will reach into one of my inner pockets and pull out a uh, steel, barbed steel spearhead that reminds this kobold of 
being attacked by these um, by these guards, these guards, and just the fear and the pain associated with pulling this out of its flesh. And what will that do so people understand a little bit about yeah, the Yeah, so that is a personal antithesis. I am improvising a weakness on this creature by presenting something to it that is repelling in some way. And, and that's so, going to do like two more damage every single time you attack it. That's right, yep. For so, the rest of the battle until you do it again to someone else. That's right. So cool. Wow, just Which that one or his kind? Just that one. Just that, that one. one. So if a, if I if they had a weakness and I could do the mortal weakness on it, it would apply to all creatures of the same type. Gotcha. But they don't have that. So. Which one did you do it to so we know which one to target? The one right in front of me. <clears throat> Got it. Yep. And and nobody else gets that benefit. It's just me, unfortunately. Yep. Okay. It's just my empowerment. So I will now, having done that first action, I will now take a uh, swing at it. So you just got him shook. Just shook him. Just shook him. Yep. He knows. All right. Let's see what we can He's do He's just here. like the gypsy. Okay. That is a 22, 23 to hit. 23 is a cut into this guy with your blade, I believe. Excellent. All right. So that would be then. Should we decent? Um, 11, 12, 13 points of damage. Good. Yay. Oh. Nice. What did you, you roll a D8? Holy moly. What'd you roll in the D8? Uh, Six plus five and a plus two because of the personal intent. Fantastic. And Uh, plus one for Courageous Anthem as well. Yeah, so I got six plus five is 12 plus three is 15. Sorry, thank you for the, thank you for the added damage. He is brutally hurt. Blood goes flying everywhere. He's barely standing. And I have one more action, so we're going to do it again. Why not? <laughs> this is now with a minus five with how Pathfinder works with multi-attacking. Yeah, so I have a plus one on this roll overall. And that's only a four. Is a miss. All right, that's pretty darn good, though. Um, we have our... Uh, buh, 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 our champion. Our champion. Thank you. Getting to you. Um, so Yannick was getting ready to rush to the west, but seeing the huge blow landed against the kobold and feeling like our gunslinger and have it covered, um, uh, Yannick is going to turn and charge the kobold to his south uh, with a hearty battle cry to Karahel, and um, he will strike out. <clears throat> For Carahel! Thank you. Thank you. Nice. Gary starts to get up and then realizes he's not farmer. <laughs> Thank you, Tim. It sounded like Tim for a second there. Uh, and I will strike out with my longsword to do some slashing damage. Uh, it'll be a 19 to hit. Okay. Uh, that is definitely a hit. And that will then cause 11 points, uh, 12 points of damage Ooh. with the Courageous <sighs> Anthem. Wow. Near maximum damage. That kobold warrior is split in twain. You leave on the beautiful little flowers underneath him, gore everywhere. You will recover. Flower. <laughs> we have a gunslinger within the bushes on the west side. Oh, yeah. Seen, uh... Gunslinger in our... the bushes. <laughs> we don't need to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, seen our, uh, our bard toe-to-toe. Uh, I'm gonna shoot at, uh, the one right in, uh, right in Jerrica's face. Okay. With a 17 to hit. Hey goes through the bushes but misses 
Did you count your plus one? I sure did. Um, reload and shoot again. Okay. With another miss, behold. Okay. Um, oh, I would have raised my shield as well because I killed the second one with that. I still had an action left. All right. And then don't forget, you have your special raconteurs reload. That's true. If you wanted, he is within range. Okay. Um, then it is uh, our Yasoki kineticist who has thrown a dirt clod. <laughs> and then he threw one back at me and threw himself into the bushes to hide. I'm going to, instead of trying to target him, grab all the ground underneath the bushes and make the whole thing rumble oh. as I cast a tremor under him. He has a uh, fort save that he can make. Okay of uh, DC 17 or take two points of damage. Uh, all right, so we're going to see if our uh, our engineer here, Adam, can go to the second icon with the ruler-looking thing and then grab a square and then drag out a little 10 by 10 or close to it. Uh, that's great. It's a 10 by 10? No, it's... It is it, a 10-foot uh, burst. I think that's what that is. Nice. Okay. So then there we go. Uh, and then go uh, back to the top icon. So you're good to go. So that is difficult terrain for the. As long as you want. To. The whole of the, the one turn. And I'm sorry. He need to make what kind of save? Uh, fort save. Fort 17 save. DC. Um, uh, 13. Uh, he fails. He takes two points of Big damage. Two. <laughs> but now difficult terrain. Correct. Uh, anything else? That's it. Oh, uh, you know what? That was the two actions. I'm going to move a little further away and get back here close to my group. I ran kind of away fast. Uh, so I'm going to take a, a full move action and get closer to uh, Agiri. This is my hiding spot. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As you run, I'm going to check the distance. He is going to, with his other hand, throw a spear. Oh, but you move so far. That is putting it outside his range increment. Oh, God. Twice over. He will keep with his lame sling instead uh, and is going to fire that off at you with a 14 to hit. No. Uh, and then with a natural one, runs out of sling stones and has no possible way of any stones around him in the difficult <laughs> terrain you've turned up all around him somehow. <laughs> Just dirt clogs as far as he can see. Uh, Pissed off, he will then draw his spear for possible future chaos. Uh, Not a good turn for him. Uh, We are now dealing with uh, our cleric. I am still hunkered down, or do I have to declare that? Each turn, yep. Each turn. Uh, That's an action. So what we'll do is we will hunker down. Remaining hunkered. Uh, and then at the nearest, Hunker, hunker. at the nearest enemy, uh, which will be some kobold of some renowned, I will uh, cast a daze. It is a resist will seventeen. Uh, at which one? Ah, pick one within sixty. <laughs> you pick one. I'm not picking your targets. I, I can't see him too well. well so I just, just killed. There's one here engaged with me, and there's one here engaged with the bard. Uh, let's get the one engaged with the bard. Well, now you're getting really weird here. Okay. <laughs> there's three of us. <laughs> we just met. We're not really engaged. <laughs> we, we have a minor cleric issue. You are now a warg um, on our token map. <laughs> I don't know where he was at, though. I tied. You don't have ownership of this, do you? Fantastic. He's a werewolf. Let's make him a. Uh, that's just gonna add to chaos. There's a backstory right there. 
How about this? You're not supposed to know. We're going to make Everyone. this extra unnecessarily complicated. Okay. I'm oh my God, happening? I've changed the name at least. Kara, hell no. All right. And then uh, one more time. Who was your target? One by me. I'm going to steal One nearest that. quintillion. Okay. Which is here. And what save Will? Will. All right. 17. Oh, critical failure. Ooh. What oh. happens with that on a daze? Takes the damage, which is two in total with the critical. Okay. Uh, and uh, stunned one. Oh, Whoa. so he loses a full action. Um, see if Adam, if you can right click on the guy, uh, that one, and on the right hand side, there's this, yeah, that little um, symbol exploding little thing. Yep, click that, and then find stunned and apply it's an alphabetical order. See if we can find a stunned and click that on there. There we go. Nice. Cool. Now How we can cool keep track of that. Um, so he's going to lose one action flat out next turn, regardless of anything else. Uh, it is the bard Jericho's turn. Your dude just been stunned next to you. He's going to be a little slower. Um, again, I try to bring out a lingering composition for my courageous anthem and sing out to my compatriots again. You got this. You went and country. <laughs> I cover uh, all the styles. <laughs> Um, eventually, it's going to be Mongolian metal. <laughs> yeah. 15 performance. Uh, I rolled a 15, and I got a plus. That right. goes on top of that. So that's much better. Uh, so that'd be a 22. Uh, so that's going to last for three more turns now. Nice. Right there. That is one action. And then for my next two actions, I will now um, throw an electric arc. That, by the way, that was zero actions. Then to do the song was your Correct. first action. Gotcha. Correct. The okay. composition is just a focus point. Yep. Anthem is an action. Two actions now for the Cantrip Electric Arc. It's a 17 reflex for the two closest naughty boys. Okay. Uh, reflex, I heard. 17. Let's see. I've been rolling pretty bad. 24 for the guy closest to you oh, and geez. 17 to the other. They both pass. I think they take half damage. They, they do. I rolled a 7, so half of that would be 3. 3. Guy on the left. Zap! Guy on the right is destroyed because the Thaumaturge softened the hell out of that guy. Uh, I think it was all me. Uh, yes. <laughs> I'll give you the credit. Uh, it is the guy next to you's turn, Jericho, and he is going to go nuts all over you. Stab, 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 stab. Uh, and is stabbing mercilessly to kill you, losing his first action. God darn it, was stunned. Stabs you with a 14. Negative. Then boldly goes 25 feet as fast as he can away. Running, running, and running. It is our... I, I mock him. Uh, Thaumaturge's turn. How close can I get to the kobold running away to the west? So what's 25 feet look like? Uh, yeah, 25 feet west towards that kobold. Where's this guy over here? Two. Okay, and then uh, you get two actions. what is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Show me, yeah, show me the 25. And then... What's 15 feet from there? That's him. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it's never good when the thumb uh, I get to do that. a little bit of fun here. So I, I run a little bit to the west, then uh, bring out the mirror and just kind of spin it in my hand, the shard of mirror in my hand. Just kind of spin it on my gloved palm. And as it flashes, a mirror image of me appears directly behind that kobold. 
and immediately just yells, boo, and stabs him in the back. Sweet. So you get wow. to attack from the position of that mirrored image. That is correct. Slick. And, uh, yeah, got him. Oh, my. You, you saw that. It almost rolled over. Uh, that would be a miss. Okay. S- looked like a perfect setup, but it didn't yeah. quite work out at the end. Uh, it is. I'm not rolling in this thing. Shouldn't anymore. have said boo. Shouldn't have said boo. <laughs> it yep. is the That's champion. First rule of sneaking. Um, <laughs> first half of boo hoo. Yeah. Yannick seeing the carnage that's happening to the West and no longer really concerned about what's happening over there. Uh, he is going to take. Um, Two actions to head to the east, heading towards the kobold that is in the uh, dangerous, uh, in the um, terrain there. And yeah, that'll be two actions. And I will raise my shield. Raise your shield. Uh, It is (laughs) Hemlock. Keelan, you're in my line of sight. Twice. Um, twice. <laughs> twice. Uh, Don't critically fail. <laughs> we'll uh, nasty. He could shoot you twice. Reload and then uh, take aim and fire. Okay, looking for that critical. With uh, an 18 to hit. An 18 to hit is a connection. Four points piercing damage. It blood spurts out as it's running, still alive. Oh, what did you say? 18 to hit? Yeah. Did you include the, the yep. song? La, 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 la. And the damage. You miss. He has uh, that light cover provided by Galen. Damn it, Galen. That plus one armor. Cl- I am so sorry. <laughs> um, he's, he's all yours. <laughs> he says heroically. And I will reload. <laughs> Happily. Uh-huh. And okay. then uh, get, get angry. All right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's try. Let's try a little uh, intimidation. Uh, I'm gonna say 35 feet. No. Nope. Mm. That is correct. Just nothing is going your way. <laughs> it is Dash's turn. Um, Dash see, is gonna throw out a piece of air and just kind of do the same trick he did before of harnessing around him and firing it forward, but more of a lightning bolt attack. Okay. So that is gonna be. Oh, that's not too bad. I know he's really covered. Uh, 22 to hit. Uh, Three, 23 to hit. 23 is a hit. Perfect. And he gets hit for uh, four damage and electricity. Okay, zap. Now I know where he is. I take it by other hand, turn it into a boomerang, and fire it right in his direction again. And he makes a save, right? Correct. He has to dodge this one. It's a reflex save. 17 DC. He nimbly almost critically succeeds with a 26. Whoa. Uh, right, so he dodges the six points of damage. Or does he take half because it's a basic reflex saving so throw? He, did he critically succeed? or nope. oh, oh, six, 16, so he just takes half then. How much? So he'll take three points. And that kills him. Uh, slash, uh, slash damage, there we go. Uh, he is gone. I thought basic was save, and save or suck. No. It's not? No, nope. oh, wow. half and that. And then your uh, difficult terrain uh, uh, goes away. Correct. From that muddled stuff. You can just click on it there and then delete key. But the boomerang currently is hovering, just throwing Still off the, space. the blood that it looking to right. me. Unless there's anything else, we have a Geary to go. Uh, there's only one remaining? Yeah. Yeah. Let's see. 
far to the west. Oh, what's the range from my position to that creature? 75 feet. 75. Uh, I will spend right one action closing in. There we go. Thank you very much. And we'll fire off another dazing attack. That's a DC 17. All right. Will. They have struggled with this. Uh, 22 with a pass. 22 with a pass? Something still happens, though, right? Uh, Yeah, it's my half of this damage, which is one point. Big one. And that's it. That is it. All right. It is his turn. He, unstunned, is going to turn around and have a last act of defiance and destroy this Thaumaturge uh, next to him. Swings with his sword against Galen with a 24 to hit. Hits. A 23 to hit. Oof, hits. And a 15 to hit. Does not. Okay. Galen slashed for uh, two piercing. Okay. And one piercing. <laughs> Take that. Dun, dun, dun. I, I am hurt. But <laughs> okay. uh, not uh, critically. That was it. He didn't make any effort to get out of there, though. And oddly enough, it is your turn. Oh, nice. So I will begin my turn next to him. Taking over the form of where you're Taking image over the form, was. so appearing full-fleshed in that space, and immediately do the same That's trick. free. That's free. That's free. Yeah. That is free. So I just appear in that mirror image, and I will immediately do the same thing with the same trick with spinning the shard in my hand and appear on the other side of him. Oh. <laughs> A duplicate of you appears on the other side. He that looks left, correct. he looks right, he looks left, he looks right. He is now off guard, minus two to his armor class. Yes, and now we're going to roll again to hit. You're not going to roll in your... Uh... Fuck that thing. Okay. <laughs> He's not rolling on his <laughs> dice roller. He's having some trouble. Better. All right, so that is a 20... Uh, three to hit. That's a hit. And that is three plus five is eight plus three is eleven. Oh, yeah. Wow. It's, That's a hit. It's, he is consistent. No, sorry. Sorry, not eleven. No? Nine. Okay. I need to take off the two because this is a different enemy. So. And plus one for the courageous anthem. That's yep. nine. Yep. You destroy okay. him. Describe how oh. you destroy this fellow. So as I appear on the other side, I take the, the, sp- the sword and swing it across, but it appears like it's coming from both of me at the same time. And so not knowing which direction, it just stands there and one connects right across the head. Nice. Fantastic. Uh, All of the kobolds have been slain. Their bodies lay scattered amongst this beautiful little uh, path on the White Hills. Our heroes have survived the kobolds uh, and still have to find where this Gazmore is located searching through these hills. What will they find scattered amongst these trees? Will they find Gasmore? We will find out next time, uh, and we will end our adventure there for tonight. Thank you so much for joining us. We are going to dive right into this uh, with an after show, talking about the start of the campaign, the season. We do this after every episode. If you'd like to hear it, drop by patreon.com slash ingloriousbards. A few bucks, get you access to that and a whole lot more. Thanks so much for joining us. Um, We'll see you next time. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.